0: bit of magic
1: a bit of magic it's easy let's
0: see you think you wink you do a double blink you close your eyes <sighs> and you... hey. hey hey hey
2: hey 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 it's Charlie for the party don't know you we're talking about disney plus the decades in the Disney service, Disney Plus service, you go to the search bar, you click on Disney Through the Decades, you scroll on down, but I guess it doesn't really matter this time because you
3: could just fucking go to Fantasia. Fantasia We're gonna talk about Fantasia. Like, Fantasia was already like one of the main recommended things to me even before. I, although that may be just because we want through Disney Through the Decades, I didn't have to go like go looking for it, but yeah, mm-hmm. Fantasia. Everyone yeah, knows yeah, Fantasia, yeah. even if you've never seen it before um it's the, the 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 disney thing that
2: everybody when you mention says oh i love fantasia <laughs> and then you make them watch it and they're like <laughs> oh. i thought i love parts of fantasia they start
3: checking their watches and they're like this is actually over two hours long wow no <laughs> I, I i would love to sit down with disney fans and, and check to see how many times i've actually sat down to watch fantasia like in one sitting all in one go without watching their phones or checking their emails or fast forward. fast forwarding yeah this is the first time i've ever actually sat down and watched the whole thing i tried to watch this a couple times throughout my life and i've seen all the clips you know because everyone points out like the dancing mushrooms and the hippos mm-hmm. and the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. so man, i was thinking about was it also i, I should let you talk because this is part of disney through the decades and you're the captain of that i show. know
2: but go ahead go for it it's fine um
3: i think this is one of those things that really benefits from having such nice presentation options these days um i remember trying to watch this a couple times on vhs or on the disney channel back in the day and trying to watch this movie on a piece of shit crt tv on a four like you know crop to be on four by three and being all hopped up on sugar and being distracted by nintendo of course i was never gonna watch this fucking movie like it but now that i'm a crusty old man stuck in a pandemic with nothing to do except play animal crossing with like a giant fucking like sitting six inches away from a giant like widescreen 4k tv with like both the blue cr- blu ray option and or the option to watch it on disney plus in the most like high definition uh saturated color way kind of possible and yeah. with like not not only on slightly less sugar and distracted by nintendo uh, i this is really i was surprised at how much i like this honestly this the m- whole thing I, you know what? Actually, there's only one segment I can kind of do without. Oh. Um, wow, that's, that's way less than me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're more attention deficit than I am. Uh, and yeah, I just like the whole fucking. You know what? It's terrible because I even like the interstitial. So I'm assuming it's. Because I only watched it on Blu ray. I watched it a little bit on Disney Plus. You watched it on Disney Plus, right? Correct. I'm assuming they must be the same versions because. I guess there are different versions of this movie floating around out there, because I guess uh, the the history of this movie was that for the first year of its release, it was released pretty much the same way we watched it. But after that, I guess RKO, which is the distributor of the movie, they went nuts, chopped an hour out of the movie, and made some other changes and stuff, and I guess that was the version of the movie that remained in circulation until like 1999, 2000, when they put out the Fantation 2000? And in order to promote that release, they went back and, uh, like, went, they essentially reassembled this original roadshow cut that's over two hours long. And so not a lot of people have actually seen this version of the movie. Um, most of the, I, f-
2: I feel like this is the one that we had on VHS on the clamshell case. Was
3: it? Because uh, I guess one of the big differences is, that, like, this has the guy talking throughout, like, explaining all the shorts. So was that... I feel like I mean, was. he was in there, but he just didn't talk as much. Um, mm. and I think they cut, like, one or two segments or so uh, They had to do something profound, because it's not like... They, 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 they said they cut an hour out of this thing, and that guy doesn't... He talks a lot, but he doesn't talk for an hour. Um, but... Yeah, so you know, what's your viewing history of this thing? Well, we had it on
2: VHS clamshells is when... You yeah, fast-forward the first <laughs> half an hour. I was
3: going to say, how much <laughs> dust did that VHS climb? especially in a room full of family, like, I could see that being a family purchase, and that's one of those tapes that like, is a well-meaning purchase, but ain't no one gonna watch fucking Fantasia for fun. Some of the dinosaurs got fast-forward. My mom
2: didn't care for the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah? Well, is it because yeah, it's too it violent?
3: It? Just boring. Uh,
2: I think I don't remember. I don't. Th- yeah, I not remember yeah. why I shouldn't like it. You there know, was some
3: reason. Th- one of the problems with all the segments in this is there's, I kind of say that there's something for everyone, but there's also something to bore everyone. There's there's got to be at least one of these segments in this movie that uh, someone in the family is going to want to f- uh, fast forward through. Um, yeah. So what did you? Which knew, ones did I, you I not mean, like? W- <laughs>
2: the
3: first half an hour. <laughs> Too many to count. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is really... I get the feeling that I enjoyed this a lot more than you did. And Which is funny, because oh, no. it's not like I well. loved it that
2: much, but... I, well, now it's also different, like, the fucking Nutcracker <laughs> music I could do with Oh, shit, I, th- yeah, but I that, was... I that's was, just my own personal I was issues. thinking about that,
3: when I was watching that last night, I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize the Nutcracker is in this, Daniel must be fucking just, like, turning into Ren and Stimpy over there, just going, oh my god, I hate this music. <laughs> uh, just Pavlo... Like, what's the reverse of Pavlovian, where instead of drooling, you just want to punch something the moment you, hit, you hear something like that? It's like the reverse programming in Clockwork Orange. Um... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, well, I'll, I'll
2: mention what I found <laughs> boring as we go but through. Well,
3: I liked it. it's funny, cause I've always shit, like, I shit-talk Pinocchio, and I I shit-talk Snow White. And, like, even before watching Fantasia, I've always, ta- ta- I've always shit-talked Fantasia, cause, like, oh, it's real exciting watching a bunch of fucking mushrooms dance. But I was maybe I was just in the right mood last night. i was like I, it always did feel long. It goes on for a fucking. while. Were you high? Because I feel like this. Uh, this <laughs> no, that's made the to thing. B- I'm the straight edge person on the planet. You know I don't drink or uh, do drugs out or anything like that. So, but you know what? I really do think it was the presentation. It was actually just so it looks it looks so much nicer than I'd ever seen it before. Mm, and even the yeah. parts I had seen before looked so good. that I was like, ooh. And I was actually kind of shocked. Like I always had in my head that this was like a super pretentious movie. And it is pretentious, and I've heard other people, even yeah. Disney fans, could talk about how fucking pretentious Fantasia was. And I was actually genuinely kind of surprised to how—that's one of my favorite things about this movie—is actually the tone it strikes, where it's obviously trying to elevate the art form of animation. You know, actually, I think about it too. I think also just the fact that like watching this after. What, after doing so much of the rest of the Disney for the decades now, the, with the context of seeing what every what Disney had done up until this point, I think it's even more impressive. It's this yeah. is the Fantasia is less impressive if you just finished watching the Lion King or Aladdin or even like Sleeping Beauty or something like that. But after considering just a couple weeks ago, we were still talking about fucking. Playing crazy or what? are the fuck like fucking? <laughs> where the height of animation was Mickey Mouse playing a pig's tits like a xylophone. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, yeah. just like a decade later, within the within this the Disney through the de- decades, and like it's actually like gorgeous, like fucking fairies and lights and this and that. And I'm like, this is actually legitimately they. This is a legitimate elevation of that art form. Like less than like just like twelve years after. Like, they invented, like, sound and color and now this. And it's kind of funny to hear <laughs> read about, like, Disney kind of lost his mind a little bit because at some point I guess he was thinking about, like, what if we did the world's first 3D animated feature? And the animator's like, that would kill us. We'd have to draw everything twice. And then we also have to figure out how mm. to draw everything so, like, as everything is offset to so the 3D work. We can't yeah, do that. So that would be and then death. Disney was like, what if we have smells? What if during, like, Ave Maria we put out like puffs of incense into the crowd and everyone's like walt stop no one's gonna see this movie to begin with because it's fucking classical music no one gives even a 19 like, like even in 1940 they were like walt we live in 1940 world war ii is about to start even now no one gives a shit about classical music um and so they had to reel them in and back a little bit but so um i guess the history of this before we get into it just just to give context for this movie I guess it was like 1938, and they the, the Mickey Mouse had kind of fallen out of fashion because the studio had spent so, so much time working on focusing on Snow White and and uh, Pinocchio on the, the you know the theatrical front, and with the shorts uh, like Donald Duck and uh, Goofy had kind of usurped a Mickey in popularity with the shorts. Uh, Mickey Mouse had kind of fallen by the wayside, so Disney was like, we need to do like a big like super expensive short to kind of like bring Mickey back. I love Mickey Mouse. I want to make him a big thing again. So he sat down with Fred Moore. They redesigned Mickey Mouse to essentially to be the modern Mickey Mouse we now with the pupils and everything like that. And he was like, well, the silly symphony shorts, like the flowers and the trees and all that stuff, that originally started off Mm -hmm. with the idea that we would just make a little animated short, the old classical music. We should do that again and we'll do like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, And so, I don't know, I I honestly did not know that about this uh, film until until doing research for Fantasia this week was, yeah, so they started working on all the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice stuff in this movie, just uh, with the idea that it would release as a short. But that quickly got so expensive that, I guess, Roy Disney came up with the idea to be like, you know what, if we turn this into a feature, this is never going to make its money back as a short, but if we turn it into a feature, maybe there's a chance we could make our money back. Which they desperately needed to do because Pinocchio hadn't done well. Mm. And so, they went nuts, (laughs) and rather than risking losing just a couple hundred thousand dollars on uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice bombing, they decided to, like, let's risk millions of dollars if Fantasia doesn't uh, make its money back, which I guess it didn't until, like, 1970 or something like that. Um, And I guess they were only kind of saved by the fact that World War... I guess the thing that sunk Fantasia in the long run was... The fact that by the time Fantasia was released in 1940, the World War uh, II had started in Europe, and that shut down the, their ability to show the movie in Europe, which is like literally half the profits they ever made off of any other stuff. So, And also just the fact that the movie wasn't that su- 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 successful in the States. And But I guess in the State Department, King Collins said, hey, could you do a bunch of propaganda movies for us so that helped save the studio? And then they started working on Dumbo for cheap, and they eventually could put the studio back in, in, in the black eventually. But, yeah, it's funny to think that, like, Walt Disney almost accidentally uh, dug the studio's grave a little bit with Fantasia. Especially because it is, like, fucking pretentious-ass fucking idea. But that's the thing I like so much about the tone of the movie is that... I mean, even within the segments themselves, like, you have the Dance of the Hours and stuff, where that's comical... You know, that's and that's there to offset all the pretentiousness of everything else going on. But I like even the live interstitial stuff. Like, there's one bit where randomly, like, the dude, the host, the MC, whatever his name is, he's talking, and suddenly, like, one of the musicians knocks over, like, a giant thing of tubular bells. Yeah! And it's totally random, but I like the fact that they're, like, it, it's obviously just to have a little bit of comedy in there, just to add some levity to the situation, and also to diffuse the pretension of the situation. But I also like that it also kind of drives home the fact that these, like, these musicians are are actually like this is this is music being put together by live people who are fallible and that kind of makes everything else it kind of makes the, you give know, some like human texture to the whole thing which i actually appreciate which is funny because then i was watching the well, one of the 15 commentaries on the Blu-ray for this movie i guess half the people half the musicians on stage are actually disney animators uh because uh, they, they didn't want to fly out the entire orchestra to uh, california because i guess it's like the philadelphia orchestra um, and so, they only, like, came out, I guess they only flew out, like, the major leads of the orchestra, but, like, there's a guy playing Tippity the whole time, and that's, like, like one of the fucking, like, storyboard artists and stuff like that, which, that's actually kind of funny, but, mm. and, and I'm assuming, I get wonder if the lady's, like, playing Harper from, like, Ink and Paint or something like that, but anyway, we should start, start talking about the movie, because we got two hours to talk about this shit, so, Fantasia, how's it start?
2: Well, thrill, as you watch an orchestra! <laughs> Slowly take their seats and start to tune up.
3: It does take like 10 minutes. It's like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Dean's Taylor's is going to fill us in on this new form of entertainment. I like that guy. Something's weird about the way they like recorded him.
3: I can't (sighs) tell if... Well... Something's off. They said originally it was Tracy Morgan playing this character. And they said it didn't Uh, quite fit. No, so you know what? Actually, it's funny that you point that out. I didn't even catch anything that was weird about him. So one of the things was because I was talking about how uh, this movie originally went out as this two hour long quote unquote roadshow version of the movie Mm. that was not reassembled until 2000. Uh, So when they went back to reassemble this longer version of the movie, of course, I was saying that one of the first things they cut out of this movie is all this guy's parts of the movie. And so when they went to reassemble that stuff, they couldn't find the audio tracks from back from 1940, from the original release of the film. So they got, like, Mm. professional cartoon voice actor who does, like, DuckTales and and fucking Disney Afternoon shit. So that is a dubbed guy from, like, the year 2000, actually. It's funny because they had the transcript for all the the stuff the guy said. So they knew what he said. They just just could not uh, find the vocal tracks. So, yeah, anyway. But it is yeah watching it again now I was like oh yeah there is he, he is being it's it's a little weird yeah Mhm.
2: Yeah. He tells us there are three types of music. <laughs> one you got a for sure story up in there. Yeah. And uh the other one is not really a plot but it's got definite pictures to it. And three is just whatever the fuck we saw when we rode in on LSD on that LSD train. LSD. Yeah, we just make up some shit, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. First up is Tension Fugue or whatever the hell it's called. Toccata and Fugue, yeah. Toccata. I don't Fugue, know. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Do you, you know about anything it. about classical music? About like any well, Beethoven versus Stravinsky versus anything else? I listen. Uh, well, I don't. I'm, I. Sh-
1: <laughs> You've so, heard,
2: not listened, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. Uh... So if, if for some reason I can't like listen to my 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 uh my phone or podcast or whatever for a radio it's yep. always going to be on the all-classical station. Oh, okay, Mr. Fancy, so Fancy. I've listened to a, Yeah, I know, huh? I've listened to a lot of classical in my life, but if you played me a piece of classical music and said, who's the composer yeah. and what's the name of that, I would say, I don't know.
3: You know what? That's the terrible. Thing. It doesn't
2: help. It doesn't help that so many composers are like that is uh, adagio in G, and you're like, okay, thanks. That I'll remember fingers that name. Number nine, yeah. You yeah. know what the terrible
3: thing is watching this shit too. I didn't realize how much of this music because almost everything in this music is popular. Everything in this movie is popular enough you just recognize like the Nutcracker. You know the Nutcracker. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much growing up as a kid in the '80s how much of this music was used in commercials. So part of mm. me is like, I remember that commercial. That, that I, this this is the music used to a whole bunch of like Cheetos commercials in 1987. So that's mm-hmm. that's terrible. Like the, ugh, oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know what? Like when I'm playing like Burnout or the Forza Horizon games, they they'll often have like a classical music channel. I love to throw that shit on there, which kind of makes Hell, me. Hell yeah, that's the
2: best one. And when it they like. <laughs> Like, the time, I think it was the most recent one, Grand Theft Auto didn't have a classical musical a station yeah. on it. I
3: was like, what the fuck is the point? It's funny, because I think it was Forza, one of the Forza Rising games introduced me was Claire de Lune, which is a nice mm-hmm. little piano piece, which... Like I used for the trailer of one of the most recent Godzilla movies or whatever. But I really fell in love with that piece of music as a result of that being in that game. I realized that was actually a piece that they were going to use that in Fantasia. It was actually fully animated, but they decided to cut it out because the movie was too long. And so they dumped it. I guess we'll see that in a in one of the near future other, like the cheapo features they put out in the 40s. Like, Happy Free Dance Pants or whatever the fuck. So we'll be talking about that again uh, sooner or later, but... Um, yeah, classical music. I like classical music, yeah. but, yeah, I have they, no context they... for it.
2: Grand Theft Auto 3, the ad for it, is the one that, uh, got me hooked on O Mio Bablio Caro, or whatever the f- freak it's called, that was you in You know what? The I don't know
3: what the hell you're talking about, but I'm sure if I heard it, I would know exactly what you're talking we about. We would, yeah. Oh,
2: exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: But anyway, uh... People, I love your Italian.
2: Hey, uh, Biblio, Biblioteca, biblio, 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 biblio,
3: biblio, uh, biblio, biblio. biblio, Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
2: it's gonna, this piece is gonna be formless. So get ready to start falling asleep, cause here we go. Maribu. I am shocked
3: that they go straight for the abstract right from the, cause that's, that's a bold choice. Um, yeah. I, it makes sense artistically, because. I do like how it actually is not even really start, starts off with the animation. It actually starts off more with like the first five minutes is not even animated. It's like shadows yeah. of the orchestra playing. Mm-hmm. And eventually, a turns... new form
2: of entertainment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I could see being. You just paid like $12 to, for a ticket to this in 1940, I... and you're like, this is what I fucking paid $12 for. Holy <laughs> I shit. Do,
2: I do like the French horn player who looks like he woke up late and didn't have time to do his hair. <laughs> Well, that's yes. Profile yes. Was all sticking out
3: in the back. And again, who knows? That could have been one of the animators. It's hard to tell which ones are the animators or which ones are the fucking grubby ass fucking musicians. And uh, yeah, no. Well, <laughs> I don't even think about how this is like still like in the uh, the end of the depression. So if 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 you just paid like you just spent your fucking bread money for that week on tickets to see Fantasia, and this is like your fucking why you're going. Oh my fucking god! I'm gonna fucking kill the people who made this movie. Um. And also, do you know anything about the conductor Leopold Stokowski? No. Uh he I my only my only references for him are two things. Uh he was his hair was the inspiration for Doc uh, Doc Brown's hair in the Back to the Future movies. And... You know, I was
2: I was gonna sarcastically ask how it related to Back
3: to the Future, but <laughs> I'll, I can make anything relate to Back to the Future, you give me enough time. <laughs> and secondly, there is a a Warner Brothers Bugs Bunny short called Long Haired Hair, where Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. gets upset because I think they built like an orchestra pit in his in the Glen where he lives. And he yeah. decides to take his shit out on, like, there's an opera singer p- performing at this Hollywood Bowl kind of place. And so he sneaks in and pretends to be a conductor, and he makes this opera singer, like, essentially almost kill himself. by Like, he comes in, and he's, like, conducting the orchestra to make this opera singer, like, almost, like, suffocate and, and all this shit. And he puts on a wig, and it's, it, like, the, the thing he's conducting the orchestra with his bare hands, not with a baton, which is, which is I guess that's Stokowski's uh, signature uh, move. And he yeah uh, he puts on a gray wig and it's supposed he's supposed to be looking like Stakowski. It's the whole thing is uh, yeah. So if you ever see Bugs Bunny conducting orchestra, it's a riff off of this guy. So let's, let's put that one. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so fucking shadows and shit. I do like the like compass. This is the other thing too. Um. Man, watching shit, the shit, like, it, uh, I compared this, uh, the Blu-ray version of this to the Disney Plus version. The colors are even so much more rich on the Blu-ray version. That I was just mm. impressed by the colors. Even before the animation starts, the colors on all the shadow shit with the orchestra look really nice. But it does go on for 10 minutes.
2: Yeah.
3: So I'm going to yeah. show up so At- I don't
2: go on for 10 minutes. After that 10 minutes, <laughs> now we get forms in the sky. <clears throat> Please no, it's too much excitement for one man to handle. I How, oh
3: it How is really oh. like yeah uh i guess when the making of this there was uh disney said that there was a temptation to like put multiple images on the screen at the same time and, like speed things up and he was like he was afraid of like overwhelming the audience at the start if they got too crazy yeah
2: this is, oh, i was so close to overstimulated during this <laughs> which part. i guess was... there's
3: a difference between between Ooh. someone from 1940 and someone from 2020 being overstimulated so I guess yeah. they really like they wanted to make this opening as simple as possible, just to kind of ease everyone in. Mission but, accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's it's and there's a couple bits of animation it looks more like a Sesame Street cartoon short than an actual like Disney thing, but I, I like the dildo it. hills though. The, the I'm watching that right now, and it totally is like <laughs> these are the dildo hills overlooking the dildo mansion that the Little Mermaid lives in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some old gray hairs in the audience in 94 were like, well, well
2: that now is nice.
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that's it. Yeah, I, yeah that, That's just a bunch of formless shapes and stuff, yeah. It's still pretty yeah. to look at, but...
2: So now this, fill, this fool fills us in on the Nutcracker Suite and says, no one performs it anymore. Well, that must have been nice. Is that a joke? No. Because it's the, like it that's was all perf- the time it now. Was, it's the fucking it was, Nutcracker. It was being performed in Europe uh. at that time, but in America it was like not a staple. It wasn't really till uh, uh, balancing came in with the uh. New York City Ballet and Still, like, in the fifties uh, reset it and had it be all famous there. Wow, yeah, that's... Because that, that's... That, 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 I couldn't that, tell whether he says that in again. the
3: movie. Yeah, I didn't know if that was supposed to be sarcastic or not. No. Um.
2: This guy doesn't know how to do sarcasm. you
3: kidding know me? Mean? <laughs> that's like about him he's just like this weird little frog face dude um but yeah this is the uh dancing pixies one i uh this is the well this is one of the things because fantasia is always held up as this big animation thing i don't realize there's as much crazy like photographic special effects not even necessarily animation uh because the, the whole thing of this is it's just the like you see it's just the change of the seasons I think it goes from spring no, to the, summer. That's the very last part. Oh, is that? Part? What's the, the rest is, of, is it just, like, is, fairies? It's just
2: scrawny dairy, fairies spreading dew oh, all over. Oh, that's right. That's, like,
3: most of it. Yeah. These to, naked to ladies. Dance of the Sugar Plum totally Fairy. Totally an excuse to draw naked ladies. I <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. love it, yeah. It is delicate. Like, they really do, yeah, do go nuts I'm, with, I'm, like, I'm sh- all the sparkling
2: dew and shit. Yeah, I'm sure animating all those water droplets on the spider web was a... Fucking pain in the ass, but yeah. man, who cares?
3: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> sadly, that's kind of the Fantasia in a nutshell. Is like, oh my god, the, like, um,
2: the attention to probably, detail is amazing, but who gives a <laughs> the person who animated that was probably sitting in the audience watching, and be like, ah, oh, my crowded achievement, and so probably, from another part of the audience, so we were <sighs>
1: <sighs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> like,
3: people I falling asleep, the- yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's a terrible yeah. thing, too, because like I can see myself trying to watch this. When I was a kid on a CRT television, I wouldn't even get, like, half the... De- especially, like, the tiny little pinpricks of the, like, shimmering dewdrops yeah. and shit like that. If you're... Not- unless you're watching that, like, an HD, like, half of the shit is gonna get lost anyway. It's just gonna, like, oh, a f- bunch of fucking water gives a shit. At least now watching yeah. HD and go, like, I can appreciate, like, how much time they spent, like, on making a tiny little beads of water shimmer and, and and dance that's impressive yeah and i get mm-hmm. and i get, get can pause the movie and see if uh the, the 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 fairies have uh tits or vagina and they don't yeah but no yeah um but yeah i mean it's nice i do like when i so the the, the when i was talking about the special effects stuff um mm-hmm. it's the part where oh wait is this is already this oh this is the dancing mushrooms and shit too
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It goes into... They somehow made the most racist piece from the Nutcracker stay racist with mushrooms. Wait, why is it racist in the Nutcracker? It's just the Chinese one, and you rarely actually ever just... Have actual Asian people dancing it? Oh, I don't realize then, that was specific. Like, we... uh, oftentimes, the dude will just have a Fu man shoe and shit. And oh, is it supposed to a, be like an Asian dance? It's just dance? a big old,
3: just a big old stereotype oh. piece. Yeah, it's funny to think that like this is pretty racist in the movie too. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, but. <laughs> as far as our white sensibility it's funny because i always held i always hold saw people holding up like the fucking it's funny because even in the commentary at roy Disney's like we spent all this money on this goddamn movie and all everyone could talk about is fucking mushroom and like that's the simplest Which, shit this,
2: that, it goes on for like a
3: minute that's the surprising thing i was like that's it and then such a
2: depression. The, ac- oh. the actual piece i don't know if this is as long as it but it's only a it's a minute 20. I know because I had to change from one costume
3: to another. Oh, really? In that okay, yeah. time. Yeah, to get back on stage. Wow. Well, but yeah, I mean, especially like Art Babbitt, at the animator, everyone holds up, like, this is one of the most amazing things he did. And he just made a bunch of fucking mushrooms do Fu Manchu, like, silly walk Chinese racist shit. Like, it's, yeah. it's cute. I think people like it just because there's, like, a baby mushroom, and I think it's more people reacting, like, oh, it's, like, baby Yoda shit, where, like, they don't even care, like, there's, like, as long as there's, like, a baby thing in there, some people are going to be, like, oh, that's the most adorable thing in the world, like, regardless of, like, what's actually going on, so I think that's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still cool, but fuck, Jesus Christ, like, there was more fucking technique and crazy shit put into the dew drops than the fucking, oh, god, anyway, shut up, Bill. I feel like we're hey, reviewing at least we people have... who like this movie more than the movie itself. Yeah. At least we don't have... It's
2: the, to the Merloton music, it's flowers spinning. Can your heart handle the excitement? <sighs> yeah, it goes on for the a flower while. flowers spinning? Yeah, it just... It looks like it was a bitch to animate. for something. I can't even call it boring. It just exists. And
3: that's the thing, too. And there's like a fish thing. And like, all I can say is that oh, there's fish. It's just like a totally... Like, until... Oh, I don't... Wait, I for... what is... what is <laughs>
2: what? What does the Arabian music invoke in you? Is it sexy fish eyes? Yeah. Walt Disney wants you to watch some sexy Slutty fishes 1940s make animated fuck animated eyes at at nah, No,
3: thank you. Like, I did not want to fuck... Who
2: is the animator at Disney Studios that was like, I want more sex... You know that sexy fish in Pinocchio? <laughs> what if we made her sexier?
3: And she did, like, a weird strip tease on a gauzy fishtail thing.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. and th- I, this, goes,
3: this goes on, like, twice as long as the fucking dancing mushrooms and... Yeah, and again, it's one of those things because like it's a fish with like diaphanous fins, and they always spend a lot of time like painting those fins. And Mm -hmm. but it's just like it just it's just not. Yeah, it it I don't care. It's yeah. Yeah, it's it's.
2: Uh, Fantasia is something you if you have the Blu-ray of it, and you just bought a fancy new TV to put on while your party's happening elsewhere, your Disney theme party. Oh, if you want to get live, people aren't. Nobody's gonna be like, "Hey, I want to sit down and watch the whole thing." That's one
3: of the other things that too always. Started. People will
2: be eat, are able to eat dip and shit while it's going
3: on. Although I love that even people would be kind of bored, but uh, anyway, I this is the other thing too is like the thing that always drove me against Fantasia was all the people were like, "Man, I get so high and watch Fantasia." That's the other thing in my other context for Fantasia growing up all the time was Pete. Mm. fucking stoners talking about how amazing it was, and I always fucking hated stoners and always drove me nuts that like. I, one of the anecdotes that always came out of Disney Studio that cracked me up was, because um, there's a whole, the whole the whole joke about Fantasia is like it didn't become popular until the 1960s until all the fucking, uh, fucking smoke like fucking, hippies and shit got into this shit and you know went mm-hmm. to go see it high and stuff like that and that's when the movie really started to make its money back. And I guess there would be, like, Q&As where the animators would go talk about Fantasia and you had these fucking stoners in the crowd being all like, how high were you when you made that movie, man? And you had the nine old men just being like, we were just on, like, Pepto-Bismol and Tylenol. Like, we... And, like, and this does... I fucking hate stoners so much because these fucking these fucking dipshits who... I, it's almost like these. This, well, this has nothing to do with fantasy. How can you have an imagination That's, if you're not high? Exactly. These people, like I'm, I'm almost convinced that people who love to get high only get high because they're already lacking an imagination that everyone else already has. Like they almost need like the pot to get a boost up to be on even keel with everyone else. Because it's not like that crazy. You just come up with, like, do, yeah. How how do you not understand the basic concept of imagination? Like, do you really need to get high to understand why? I just fucking hate stoner anyway so yeah and the whole stoner's relationship with fantasia has always driven me nuts and yeah I've, mm. i like that's i'd love people i know people people i love smoke pot and stuff that's fine but like the people that's yeah. like people who make like smoking pot a lifestyle drive me fucking nuts mm-hmm. and those are always the people i've always grown up with like it, the two people I've always seen go nuts about Fantasia are the fucking dipshit potheads or like the real weeaboo Disney animation fans. We're like, I cry every time I see the dancing mushrooms. And I'm like, fuck all you guys. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go watch Emperor's new groove. Anyway, so.
2: so dancing the Russian Thistles. Is, yeah. Dancing Thistles to the Russian it's music. Cute. Right? Yeah, they're dancing Russia style, so you can't say Tchaikovsky didn't invoke certain things with his music. Yeah,
3: uh, this makes the only thing that just makes me wonder is, uh, did they have to, did like when they did they just draw like one uh, dancer dude and then just like photocopy it like half a dozen times, or did they have to draw each one of those figures individually for each frame, or like it just seems like a lot Probably. of pencil mileage in this scene because there's yeah, so many like frilly. Yeah. yeah, you got the male dancers and you got the sexy lady dancers with the glow like, ball faces and. It's cute. The colors. Oh, look they're cool. so sexy. Those flowers. Yeah. But yeah, it looks, and it gets really crazy because like then they've got like multiple. They've got like a dozen kick lines of all these dancers dancing at the same time, and it actually, so one of the mm-hmm. times in the movie where like the information overload gets a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the opposite of what Walt was talking about. How at the beginning of this, the, the, the first sequence, like you wanted to ease everyone into this, and this one where it actually gets nuts. I do like it builds up to a frenetic pace, and suddenly they freeze. Oh, and that's when yeah. it turns into the changing of the seasons, because that's the winter. But yeah, that, that moment yeah, where they so, flash freeze and stop is, like, really nice. I did that. Dramatically, I yeah. thought that was, it was a good moment. But mm-hmm. anyway.
2: Yeah, the, the waltz of the Flowers is my least favorite piece. Oh, yeah? In, uh, it goes on so long. Not necessarily in Fantasia, I mean. But yeah, America.
3: you mean within, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, it's so long I didn't realize
3: was like the music itself was supposed to be evoking different cultures. I just thought that was something yeah. that Disney was projecting into the film. Okay. Like, I didn't know that was supposed no. to really specifically be an Arabian dance with a fish. Okay. Yep. So, um...
2: Watch as you <laughs> f- leaves fly through the air. I, your- I hope you're mentally prepared for the excitement leaves flying well, through fly, the air. Well, they fly because
3: these more sexy pixies show up and I guess they're in charge of turning all the leaves from summer leaves into autumn leaves and all. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, But it does go on for a long time.
2: And also some seeds look like a lady in a big poofy dress it is until funny. they <laughs> land on the ground
3: and die. I like their little arms that stick out. They go, ah, uh-huh. we're all dying! We're all paratrooping <laughs> that's, that's funny. And it, it does get really pretty, though, because then, like, some of the leaves fall into a pond, and the pond freezes, and the fairies come down there, for like, freezing everything. And, like, they're ice skating, and that looks really gorgeous. I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen more footage of this scene, because this little all oh, looks really nice. Uh, But then uh, the one thing that, that kind of blew my mind was... Uh, when I was talking about special effects before, I didn't realize there were as many special, photographic special effects in this movie as there are. Uh, there's a whole thing with a bunch of um, twirling snowflakes that yeah. I could even tell watching this movie, I was like, those aren't, like, hand-animated. Those are, like, pieces of art that have been photographed and superimposed over the scene. And then mm-hmm. watching the special features on the Blu-ray, yeah, there's the, there was um, a guy who only worked for the Disney company for a couple years who was a special effects expert, and he yeah, he actually came in and made these, like, just big, Big plastic snowflakes that he put on the system of like clockwork gears that like went on this like roller coaster track that they filmed against like black velvet and then superposed against this scene and they were talking about all this other crazy like special effects shit like he did like he was in charge of like making the ghosts like all warped and willowy during the um the uh, night on black mountain bald mountain thing at the end of the movie and stuff like that and so that was kind of interesting to see like he was the guy like he did the uh there's like billowing smoke effects in the volcanoes during the right of spring patches that's that's just like uh ink they squirt into into a water tank and just superimposed so Mm. it's kind of funny to see parts of this movie that aren't like hand animated but just like photographic special effects but that yeah those Mm. twirling snowflakes were 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 some of that stuff anyway anyway
2: yeah so that ends (laughs) yeah and uh now here's some music with a for sure story. is two thousand years old or whatever. Oh, yeah. About a sorcerer and his apprentice, and and now I'll just tell you the entire story before you have to watch it.
3: I you know so what? So enjoy it, I guess. It's funny that he does that for the sorcerer's apprentice because that's the you know this is the most narrative uh, segment in the whole movie. It's the one thing that doesn't really doesn't need. An explanation first but this is one of the, the things I was kind of surprised at how much I actually appreciated as explanations for the other segments at least because at least with that explanation of what's going on like you don't have to worry about the interpretation of what's happening you already get, get the gist of what's happening so you can kind of just kick back and enjoy the combination of the music with the the, the visuals that have been attached um mm-hmm. I could see that being really bo- being really boring and redundant for a lot of people but for me I thought that was actually kind of nice like and yeah. it's the thought that guy's segments are that long or anything like that but anyway yeah. but now we get this is the kingdom hearts part of the movie yeah god it's, fucking it, i hate the design of yen sid yeah yeah something about like he i he has sometimes has glassy eyes which i always think is really weird looking i i i hate the fact his name is just disney backwards i thought they were so clever because that's one of the first things i ever hear about disney trivia is like do you know that yen sid is disney backwards no shit like it's not like Yen Sid's that amazing of a name. Yeah, you know
2: You know how stupid that is. I thought Kingdom Hearts and like named him. That's how stupid it yeah, is. Yeah,
3: no. And like I think I was it...
2: like there's no way Disney could have come up with a name that's stupid. It must have been like Kingdom Hearts. No. Nope, this...
3: it... Yeah. <laughs> Who are the most most imaginatively bankrupt people in the world? The Japanese or white people in 1940? It's hard to tell. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say the Japanese, more like Japanese weeaboo game developers. It's terrible how much Kingdom Hearts has poisoned me against the sequence of the mill. Because just, I'm fine with Mickey, but Yen said I just want to punch in the face. Because I don't want him helping Riku and Sora, those motherfuckers. They need to <laughs> die. Did you finish Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah. Because uh, I know you had started that again not too long ago, but yeah.
2: Oh, no, I I played it when it came out. I didn't start that shit again. You Did fine. they
3: ever patch new worlds or anything into that game? I thought I they were. I don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's it. Yeah. Well, I like I'm bitching about uh, Kingdom Hearts. Now I just want to talk about it, so. But anyway, so fucking Yen Sid's a wizard with a magic hat.
2: Yeah, making butterflies out of smoke and shit. he has got the easiest job
3: in the world. That's his whole job. Yeah. He's like, oh, I made two butterflies. I'm going to turn in. Mickey's lugging water and buckets around. What does this motherfucker need with all this water? Holy shit.
2: I don't know. His Yen Sid gets sleepy and puts his hat down and goes off to smoke a bowl and (laughs) just relax for a bit. Exactly. It it took half an hour to get to the part of Fantasia people actually remember and care about.
3: Yeah. It is, I mean, it did work because, like I said, this started off as an attempt to revitalize the Mickey's, you know, bullshit and it kind of did cuz Mickey's still the most popular thing about this movie. So, and this is like when yeah. 9 it's... times out of 10, well, no, not nine, 9 times out of 10, but like Mickey in the Sorcerer's Apprentice is one of the most popular versions of Mickey out there, so. You know. Yeah.
2: Mickey puts that hat on, brings broom to life and puts it to work lugging water around, even even though, it, with the first time that broom dumps water into the bin, Mickey was dumping it, it already starts to overflow. Yeah. And
3: like, again, yeah, how much water that fucker! And also, Mickey's... The whole point... Why is Mickey going with this guy? Because the whole point is, like, Mickey doesn't have to get up and, like, do this stuff. Like, what? Like I guess maybe the water's heavy, but... Anyway. Oh, water's heavy. The water, man... Yeah. Oh, I forgot how good the water special effects because even watching it now... Uh, when the broom uh guy is like just splooshing water out of the first cauldron to dump it in the second, like they did like water mm-hmm. glass special effects to make the water look nice and transparent, and that looks really good. And we've always gushed in the yeah. past about how good Disney water looks, and this is definitely this is probably maybe the prime example of like orgasmically fantastic looking Disney water. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I I, th- I think like even when they're making stuff like Moana these days. Where they have like photoreal water, you know, because it's all CGI. I think they still go back yeah. and reference this just because they get that kind of style of how Disney had to, had, had handled water back in the two days, two D day days. This and Pinocchio are kind of the two keystones for that. Shut up, Bill.
2: No, you're fine. So uh, Mickey falls asleep and dreams about commanding the cosmos. How long was this motherfucker asleep that one broom managed to flood the entire room with like yeah. two and a half
3: feet of water? I didn't realize Mickey doing this stuff was just a dream sequence, which I guess they kind of had to because I guess they were so lo- in love the imagery of Mickey conjuring things on top of the mountain with the lightning and everything like that. You mm-hmm. couldn't fit that narratively into the story because like, but they could, so they just make it a dream sequence. And I do like when he wakes up like the place is already flooded and like just even the geometry of like he wakes up and his chair's already floating and bobbing in the water, and the way he's struggling against the water, and he gets up on top of a book, and they did a really good job of it. It's like, robes are wet, and he's struggling through the water. It just looks really fucking good. And again, this mm-hmm. is one of those things to think like, like just like 12 years before this, it was Mickey playing a, tig, a pig's tits, and now it's this. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, gotta hand it to the Disney yeah. company, because they, they really did evolve this shit like fucking crazy. But... Yeah. Mickey, Mickey.
2: Mickey tries to stop that broom with magic, but it doesn't work. So there's only one thing to the do. The fuck, Grab Mickey! A... Holy
3: shit! I did not see this
2: coming. Grab an axe and b- brutally murder that thing you gave s- sentience. I
3: knew he ends up with a whole army of broomsticks that he has to try to stop. I didn't realize just because he fucking like even like he fucking murders that thing and suddenly goes into black and white, just to drive home the fact that he has fucking killed that thing. He cold-blooded. He, man, and just, and it's one of those things, too, where movies always seem to think that, like, just suddenly having, showing everything in silhouette will make it better. Like, they'll get around mm-hmm. the sensors, but all that does is let you fill in your imagination as to what's really happening. It's just like the Pinocchio, the donkey transformation. And that kind of makes it worse, kind of, actually, because you're, yeah. You, yeah, your imagination is probably always going to imagine the worst possible thing. But, anyway, but, yeah, I guess the splinters start to turn into other copies of, of the same uh, broom dude.
2: Yeah, with, complete with buckets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a uh, little, yeah. I, but they I, they didn't go too crazy, because they, they just fade from the shard to a broom, a new broom, Eesh. rather than, like, morph from a shard to a broom, like, g- sprout new arms. Because even Disney's poor beatdown animators told Walt Disney to fuck I'll, off when he asked them for actual morphine
3: of the There brooms. had to have been a conversation about morphing, because, like, after Pinocchio... You think that, that that's kind of like Disney's bread and butter at this point, but it's funny that they're like, no. Nah. I wonder if it's also they word of maybe the short was already going too long as it is. And having mm-hmm. a lengthy sequence of all these like splinters turning into brooms, like morphing into brooms, like actually, like physically you can actually see them transform. Maybe it been a bit too much and they just wanted to focus. They just want to hurry up and get to the part where like Mickey has to struggle with the brooms. It's not so much about the transformation yeah. itself. But yeah, there's and they saw all the brooms come out, and, like now there's like a million fucking brooms with water, and there's one fucking shot I love that is uh, a lineup of rooms uh, that you see the reflection in the water and then you, you, I, you can tell it's reflection but it's clear enough that you it takes you a moment to parse exactly what's going on and then you see them dump the water into the reflection of themselves and just looks really mm-hmm. fucking there's like cartoons these days don't that 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 don't look half as good as this it's really impressive and I love like like the brooms are like they've filled up the central room in this tower so much that they're coming out of the room with the water. And like they're already like just dumping the water, like like the, as they're walking down the stairs, they're just wa- walking into the water, but they're still carrying the water back to the cauldron. And there's just oh, fucking—it's really pretty. Lot, lot of, lot of work went into this thing. I,
2: the place floods so bad it even somehow manages to go above the windows. Yeah,
3: uh, this, I, so, <laughs> open I, the windows. I. I wonder if anyone pointed that out. it like R-r-r-r-r. we don't feel like repainting that scene, so we'll just yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like, yeah, and it gets so bad that pretty much the and place it, is filled up the rafters so, that, like, the brooms are dumping water into the cauldron underwater. And, yeah, yeah, that's great. Like, yeah.
2: It's so much... It's so freaking wild how much better this is <laughs> than their non-story shit we've seen already. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I think it really boils down to the fact that, like, this was supposed to be a short, and they wanted to have a little bit of an actual narrative. It's not just imagery. It just ain't randomly happening. And also, there is... Yeah. Like there is drama in the fact that like I can see, especially if you're watching this as a kid, because Mickey's relationship to Yen Sid is very much like a kid with a uh, kid's relationship to an adult. So there's definitely the yeah. fear of like, oh, I was tasked to do something bad, I have fucked up. This is growing out beyond my control. I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm gonna get in trouble. And then like the fact <laughs> mm-hmm. that he ends up murdering one of these things and even more things happen, and he's like ruining the house, quote unquote. Like it's kind of nightmare material. If you're kind of like an uptight kid, and you're watching this, and even as an adult, as someone who's like a responsible adult, you could watch this, and there's kind of like a little bit of a nightmare. Like even aside from the fact there is a narrative, the narrative being told is actually kind of if you're a respo- yeah, if you, if you're kind of uptight, yeah, it's a little bit like oh my god, things are going out of control. That's fucked up, and yeah, and this is one of the Mickey. more sympathetic times we've ever seen Mickey in any of these cartoons. He looks
2: through the book, can't find a spell. He's having no luck. I do. He takes a moment. Don't.
3: He takes a moment to lick his finger while he's in the middle of all this water. Which is something Roy Disney pointed out in the commentary, which I thought was funny. You know?
2: mm-hmm. But don't worry about it. Here comes old Master Yen saying, "Like what the fuck? It's so wet <laughs> in here!" He Just like, like every time I walk into a room, uh, you know what I'm saying?
3: He, uh-huh. he walks into the princess room in the back of the strip club, man, that's that's what he says then too. It's so wet in here. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, <laughs> and so he parts the waters with blah 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 I was a little disappointed he how easy, it, quick
3: and easy the end of this is, I mean it's just short but like he just shows him and fixes it
2: yep, yeah. Mickey gives him his hat and broom back and tries to slink away but just gets an old broom to the backside butthole and sends him underway and ends the piece yeah. brum, 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 brum. Um. And then Mickey comes out and congratulates
3: Toskovsky and that's done that's weird like, yeah. I guess they would just want to have a moment with, like, Stakowski and Mickey. Just, just why not? And they already have it set up as he's in silhouette so they could easily, ma- like, do the meeting of the two without worrying too much about, like, you know, like, oh, we we can have, like, a 2D character interacting. Well, that actually, this was... That must have been one of the first interactions with a live-action character in a cartoon that Disney had done outside of, like, the Alice comedies. Maybe. Uh, at least, like, in terms of, like, the golden era of Disney animation. And, oh, of yeah. course, yeah, they're benefited by, like, everything's in silhouette, so that makes it, uh, that kind of shit look Ten thousand thousand times a year and then they have to do the random thing where the guy knocks over the two tubular bells and it takes uh, that bit goes on for a while though because it's like they have we're sitting there watching these characters on the stage watch this other guy try to fix these tubular bells for like like three minutes it goes on for a while was that just to wake the audience I up? I think so. Which is I <laughs> But did they not think that the Sorcerer's Apprentice was that boring that they needed to be woken up after it? Like what the hell or maybe like they thought like the, the, the meeting between Mickey and Stakowski went on for a little too long so they had to snap people up awake up uh, well, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> anyway.
2: So he's like ah, so now it's the Rite of spring. All primitive and life and shit. <laughs> Man, I tried to watch some nineteen eighties something version of uh, the Joffrey Ballet doing <sighs> Uh, I think it was a Joffrey doing the Rite
3: of Spring. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so the Rite of oh Spring. Man, that that thing sucked ass. It, it, he even says on here it's supposed to be a bunch of tribal dances, right? Yeah. That sounds maybe potentially. I my only reference for the Rite of Spring is that I guess this is the piece of music that was the newest. It's Stravinsky, and Stravinsky was still alive. He was the only living conductor uh, uh, that was you know had contributed to this movie that was still alive when this movie was being made. And yeah, I've always heard that, like, Rite of Spring when it first debuted in, like, 1904. There were, like, riots and shit. And so I had that specifically in my mind while watching this. I'm like, what is... I love hearing that. I love
2: hearing that about old classical music when you're listening to classical stages. And they're like, when that piece came out, people threw feces at the orchestra and declared it Satan's music. And then it's all... (laughs) <laughs> you're like, man, it's people like,
3: are uptight. This music is now used for a butter commercial. It's <laughs> now, like, people, like, suicided themselves with shotguns on opening night. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, what the hell happened? Which really yeah. makes me fearful for what, what, like, the shit that, like, is, like, people are killing themselves over these days. A hundred years from now are going to be a fucking butter commercial in, like, 2120, but, like... Oh, oh, yeah,
2: like, our my grandkids are gonna be like... NWA. Or... You,
3: thought, <laughs> you thought Guar was hardcore? Exactly, no, that's, like, that's, <laughs> GWAR is used like, that's the nursery schools. That's, like, what kids fall asleep <laughs> to, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, but... So, so yeah. So, he's,
2: like, science and shit made this one, not art, we think, <laughs> it's coldly accurate to what scientists think? People
3: have pointed <laughs> Which, out that technically... Coldly dinosaurs had only been discovered with the lifetimes of some of the people who worked on this movie so the whole notion of dinosaurs was still a relatively kind of fresh thing and I'm actually kind of surprised at how good like how not off model at least compared to what we think dinosaurs look like today it's actually not that crazy it's not that bad yeah, um, they're a little
2: like the place where Pee Wee Herman goes at the end of l- Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> a so. bits,
3: yeah, um, man, I but, st- but when I, when I was a kid, I spent all my time at the Carnegie Natural History Museum in Pittsburgh. And They had this big mural of this Tyrannosaurus Rex behind the Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton, and the mural was painted in like 1910. And it looked like a fucking mm. disaster. It like it was like this, like it looked like a person in a. It looked like Bobcat Goldthwait in uh, one crazy summer when he stuck in the Godzilla costume. It's like a guy just standing mm. up going, "Ah, I'm a dinosaur." That's what the painting looked like. And so nice. this this looks better than that, at least. That's all I have to say. Well, we're not even to the dinosaurs. I know, but yeah, this
2: spurts... is. He's still talking. He's saying cells and stuff. Then dinosaurs, stupid, stupid, dumb dinosaurs. They were tiny brains as a rule <laughs> they were vegetarian What? what what
3: you do <laughs> what you, you do you realize about? the star of this cartoon is a treasaurus rex that
2: eats a stegasnore right was that, was that just so would be like so don't get scared kids. <laughs> I,
1: that's wink, what it's, like, Is
2: it that supposed to
3: be a joke like what's going on <laughs> did, did, did they film this before they made the cartoon? <laughs> like, what happened? Um, and, then he's, yeah. and then he's like, then they
2: died. So, okay, are you ready to watch some dinosaurs <laughs> die? Hell yeah. It should Let's be the most exciting part here. of the
3: movie, but it's, yeah. You know, I was actually kind of surprised, because he even mentions, like, this is... He talks about how life started off in the oceans and stuff. I was like, man, for 1940, mm-hmm. this is actually relatively progressive. Because uh, I'm surprised they're even... Talking about any kind of creation type shit and i guess the original mm. idea for the short was supposed to be uh the evolution of life on earth until the creation of man and it's supposed to end with like man discovering fire and then disney realized that the religious groups were not going to have it so they just cut it short they're just like let's make it dinosaurs we'll show like mm. the creation of life but like we're not going to get mankind involved because that's going to be the piss that's going to drive tra- drive the bible thumpers nuts and so, but yeah, yeah so, starts... so for the first, but instead also first 10 minutes, of cartoon is just going to be like space shit
2: to quote Bart Simpson. Wow. <laughs> the universe is so boring.
3: What episode is that from? Is that one? Is the comment? That's episode? where he
2: breaks. That's the pool one where he breaks his leg. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Cause he's like, okay. Yeah
3: um yeah and this goes on for a while again but from a special effects perspective it's nice because there's a whole thing where like the camera pans into this galaxy i guess supposed to be our galaxy that it's uh, it's not animated it's like pieces of artwork like on it like like stars on a disc that are revolving to yeah. kind of create the illusion of a galaxy which again for 1940 it looks pretty good uh, but it's boring as shit because then it's slowly <laughs> like you see earth and it pans in yeah. on, on earth and there's like 15 minutes of like volcanoes with like stock footage of volcano clouds coming out of the, the fucking volcanoes and like yeah. it's all a little bit like it takes a while to get there so
2: much work went into those lava books. that's what I'm saying it is, but it's just boring and it goes on it can't
3: stop it's like like, it's like they, they, they like they put so much work into this, they couldn't edit any of it down because they it would break the animators' hearts. And so,
2: eventually, getting to the sea and making a bunch of steam and storms, which eventually leads to the peace underwater with God. all this life forms, fast- little life forms bopping and booping
3: around. I am fast forwarding through this now, and I'm I'm sh- shocked at how long I have to scroll through this to get to where it's even just the amoeba in the waters fucking microbes and shit man yeah. is, i'm sure it's all totally scientifically accurate and they keep on crossfading from like one bunch of amoebas to another with like actual like footage of like this cloud whirling over the screen mm-hmm. they do this like two or three times and it's like come the f- get to the fucking fireworks get factory the yeah. come on jesus christ movie now
2: there's some dinosaurs just hanging out swimming around. seems like a lot of them are eating I... meat
3: vegetarians, you say <laughs> I was watching this and I thought I had missed something, so I rewound it, it was like because they don't show like the evolution of like the, that sea life into the dinosaurs. the dinosaurs are just there I'm like nope, I didn't miss anything at all. they just skip they I guess they do they took our advice too much to heart just skip straight to the dinosaurs, but yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, and then
2: there's Triceratops lumbering around, flying lizards with wings. That's pretty and, cool. And were feathers,
3: brachiosauruses, or something that looks like it. I'm sure none of this I, shit is
2: accurate anymore. I
3: get the feeling that, like, yeah, not only did they have limited reference for this stuff, they were also just like, let's just make up some fucking dinosaurs who gives yeah. a shit. Yeah, we want
2: some of them. Do look, they would attack G.I. Joe on a mysterious <laughs> island they double across.
3: It is! I was, I was reading something about the, 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 the fucking Walt Disney talking about the different ideas that he had for the Fantasia. And he was like, right a spring, I think that could be dinosaurs and monsters. And he was hung up. He kept on yelling about monsters. He's like, monsters, <laughs> I want monsters. I'm thinking about flying monsters. And the fact that he kept on saying monsters more than dinosaurs cracks me up. Mm. And so that kind of explains like... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you're, 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 there's recognizable, like, there's, like, duck-billed, uh, dinosaurs here. There's the dinosaurs with, yeah. actually, it was the, the dinosaur I needed the last part of for my collection in Animal Crossing. was the Parasarophallus mm. dinosaur with, like, the horn on it. Parapha- Man, fucking. But, yeah, is it the one with the horns on its head? Like, the big one, big one horn of... sticking out of the back of its head? Like, yeah. that's in here. They're recognizable. They're maybe not drawn that great. Mm. No. But you get the gist of it. Yeah, so they're all eating
2: plants, having a good time, and then fucking Larry shows up drunk, <laughs> like an asshole, love... trying to bite everyone There's with no his story. stubby little arms. It's just... Fucking Larry, man!
3: I love—he's got giant claw, like not even claws, but he got these big fingers. It's, t- it's total GI Joe version of a dinosaur. It's fucking <laughs> great, yeah. And then he just kills the fuck out of Stedman the Stegosaurus. Yeah, he kills him like twice too, because like he like grabs yeah. him by the neck and kills him, and then he kills him again. And it's and old, I cannot, oh, yeah.
2: I had, my family was a Mac family growing up, but we had HyperCard, as you have, and there was one that had um, uh, dinosaurs on it, like poorly drawn <laughs> shit of dinosaurs. What's a HyperCard? but. He,
3: you don't know what HyperCard is? No, this sounds like you've... Like, oh. You sound like it's someone who just came from the future. Ru- you don't have HyperCard? How do you live without HyperCard? <laughs> Mike Russell
2: would be so ashamed of oh, you. Oh,
3: really? Oh, is that like an art program? No, HyperCard stacks.
2: You could... It was kind of a programming little dealy bomb. Oh,
3: yeah, never heard about but this. But
2: anyhow, uh, uh, you could make it <laughs> read whatever text was on screen. And oh, always okay. make it, say, it would always say, Stegiosaurus, and I did fucking love the shit. Aww. I can't see the word Stegiosaurus without Stegiosaurus.
3: That's fucking. That's good shit, man. i would never heard about that. Um, yeah. It's funny. I'm watching it now too. And the Stegosaurus, when he dies, he looks like he's got. He looks like he's coming when he dies because they drew him with his yeah, really derpy gone- face. Mm. He looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. He looks like he just got like crushed by the thighs of Xenia on a top or something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this was my fetish.
3: I die, die happy. <laughs> yeah. All
0: my four dreams are gonna come true. <laughs>
3: fucking gary Busey, the dinosaur who wanted to die
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes you lucky people just sit back for a moment relax and notice the delightfully clean cool and refreshing atmosphere of this scientifically air-conditioned theater great isn't it remember you can enjoy great motion picture entertainment all summer long in cool comfort at this theater. Hey!
3: Hey! hey! What's your pipsqueak father doing in our fun I don't club? I
2: Playing my Atari game. Huh? huh?
0: Atari presents our new Walt Disney video game cartridge, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, with Mickey Mouse.
1: Mickey's gotta exactly zap the meteors so he can stop the magical boom from flooding everything. Let me see that. Wait your turn, pig squeak. <laughs>
0: the Sorcerer's Apprentice video game cartridge from Atari. Video game console sold separately and hooked up by an adult. Walt Disney Pictures presents... The 50th anniversary of an all-time animated masterpiece. Fantasia. The most incredible musical fantasy ever is back. This fall, you're invited to experience the breathtaking beauty, the wonderful adventure. The very special magic. And the electrifying power of one of the most spectacular entertainment events of all time. It's a motion picture you will never forget. Now with a completely restored picture and soundtrack. It's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney's classic, Fantasia, a symphony in sight and sound.
2: So now shit has gone bad. And oh, I forgot that's not the end of it. mud. Okay, yeah. Just to get by. They're in desperate need of water, because it's a drought, as they sink in the mud and die.
3: <laughs> yeah, this goes on so for... So it's not that droughty. It's funny, too, because I like, guess, is, is this before they, like, they suspected the asteroid killed the dinosaurs? I mean, granted, who knows? That is still a theory. You no. could be wrong, but it's funny, because they never mentioned an asteroid. They're just like... Even the guy before this cartoon started, he's like, we don't know how they died. We think it maybe there was a drought, and so then now we got drought and mud. A drought, yeah.
2: earthquake, I don't know. Yeah. So now all the dinosaurs are dead. And now we have some really roughly drawn rocks that don't feel like they fit in yeah.
3: with everything. Well else? They're, like it looks like what they did is like they drew a bunch of like pencil shaded rocks. Like they didn't yeah. like ink them with ink. They like Xeroxed them no. to cells. It almost like it almost looks yeah. like well and even then a lot of the rocks aren't necessarily animated. They're just like they're like static images that are just being shoved around like pieces of paper. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. And I think I like I don't know how much of that was maybe them trying to take shortcuts versus like just experimenting because they just want to say well we just want to show the rough destruction of all this earth and stuff like that. But um Yeah. Yeah. It looks weird. It, it doesn't wa- look finished though. It looks weird. No. Yeah.
2: And then all the water comes back for its revenge. <laughs> Too much
3: lava, not enough dinosaurs. It turns out the water was hiding behind a rock and it says, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I came back and I gotcha.
2: And then the that dude comes back he says and like, now we'll have a 15 minute intermission I was like really what? really uh, are you gonna oh the orchestra they're just they're just walking away it w- oh. that's the Thing okay. Is like, okay, cool. Thankfully
3: on the home video version they don't make they don't force you to watch the intermission, but you do watch like 10 minutes of these guys just getting up and walking away, which is practically <laughs> the intermission itself. Like you, right. they they go so slowly that by the time like the intermission is gonna be over by the time they get up and finally get out of the room, so they're just gonna have to turn around and ride around and walk back, and that'll be the end of the intermission.
2: Yeah, Um, but now we get to watch them tune their instruments again. Hey, you guys could have edited this part out. We didn't need to watch this. Oh, you're going to have them do some, quote-unquote, spontaneous improvised fun
3: with their instruments, huh? (laughs) Well, that was a fun half a minute. (laughs) I did see. I guess they did actually film. uh, Disney was smart enough to think that, like, in the future, there might be venues or different releases of this movie that wouldn't want the the intermission, so they actually did film like a little bit that would be in place of the intermission so you could just skip mm. it and i don't know maybe they maybe when they edited the intermission out maybe they put that in, i don't know but it's weird they wouldn't put it in here because it's not like if they're not going to show the intermission then just don't don't show the ends of the intermission like the book ends of the intermission either yeah although it's just terrible cuz i do actually like the back when they come back and start like again it's driving home the fact these orchestra people are like real people that uh within the fiction of what they're filming i guess it's supposed to be like as as the, the, the orchestra people are getting back in their seats, they randomly just start to improvise a little bit of music while they're warming up. Yeah. Which is cute. Not cute mm-hmm. if you're already bored to shit by this movie and want it to be over as soon as possible. <laughs> but like, in a world where I can watch this on TV and go up and take a shit or take a piss or do or we'll finish watching this tomorrow, it's charming. At least to me. Mm. Again, it's showing that the the orchestra are actually, this music being made by real human beings of, with actual flesh and blood and emotions and they're just, they're just not like highfalutin classy robots. But it is funny because like it, it turns into the guy sitting there listening watching the, everyone else play for a couple minutes before he finally kicks in and says, okay, we gotta get the movie going on, guys. But yeah.
2: Oh yeah, we gotta roar back right back into it. Let's beat somebody. It's very important. Oh no. The soundtrack. Oh,
3: this is weird because it's not a whole segment no. of itself, but it's...
2: Let's watch this audacity fake wavelength <laughs> for a while. This
3: is—is is this the world's first visualizer? And I wonder, did visualizers except take it's the... not accurate. Nah. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, sometimes they, like like they it squiggles when he's talking, though. When the, when mm-hmm. the, when the guy is, when it's not accurate, Well, Because it's an artistic interpretation. But oh, I yeah. wonder, like, what, like, because modern day visualizers, I wonder if they were like the first ones were keying off of this specifically, or if that's just a happy accident that like our visualizers look pretty much just like this i do like the d- choices of color and stuff like that like i do like when the drums come in it's like big sharp angles and stuff i like the bassoon's like I, a fat thing with blue blobs yeah in it.
2: i always i always remembered when i was a tiny wee baby liking it the, the, the really low because it's all
3: farting and, and jiggling <laughs> i was yeah, watching this funny. last night my cat got scared and ran out of the room It started farting <laughs> yeah. um, nice. it's not like i have a really good sound system it's just the sound coming out of the tv it's like but yeah yeah. Anyway. so we
2: finish fast forwarding that part and hit yeah that goes on
3: for like five minutes it's like okay we <laughs> so get the yeah. point
2: I guess we needed something to fill the time where people were coming back to their seats from the intermission I almost to make, make them feel like they weren't missing something yeah like cause
3: they can come out like well you missed something but it wasn't like you didn't miss anything like yeah nothing like well meanwhile everyone else is already, who came back on time were already bored out of their fucking minds but yeah,
2: yeah. so then it's the close up of the guy's face and he says titties
3: and he goes <laughs> <So> <laughs>
2: He fakes motor boats. Beethoven Beethoven.
3: Oh, I see what you're talking all. about. He does go mm, Titty titties. Wine Palooza. He <laughs> he suddenly turns into this uh, Jay from Jay Silent Bob and he starts doing this dance. And he's Phantom licking these titties in the air while he's introducing this thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I... He talks about the I've centaurettes, heard... with the centaurs' girlfriends, which I thought was a weird yeah, I d- thing. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know they were called centaurettes. And then he makes it sound like that they is... just invented the idea of, like, this lady centaurs for this, this this movie, which I doubt, but...
2: Yeah. <sighs> you know how you always think about centaur dick? What yes, if they had vaginas?
3: And again, this is just an excuse for the animation to draw tits. It's a fucking fantastic. Actually, it's interesting because the art style in this... It's, uh, the backgrounds don't have a lot of line art, it's just like shadow and mass, which, yeah. this, is, this is a weird abstract thing to talk about, but this kind of art style of the backgrounds being rendered in this kind of specific way, again, of course gets used in Hercules like 60 years after this, but it's funny because this is also kind of the art style they kind of use in, um, Aladdin, of all things, and I specifically remember I had a book about the making of Aladdin when I was a kid, and they talked about how, um, the, like, the palace and all the background, uh, paintings were kind of designed to kind of like this big blobby, uh masses of shape and shadow like they are in this so i just i don't know that's a kind of thing i just remembered but it's a bunch of fucking pegasus and shit at the start we don't get to the, the good well, stuff my
2: fucking baby unicorns it's, bonds, a bunch of fucking
3: sh- it's again i'm surprised
2: being mischievous fucking... mr tumness is there
3: get to see we get to see his parents fuck we get to see him get, him get
2: conceived in this short it's horrifying yeah I do. Lo- I I like the color palette on this. All of it's all autumnal, or not, not autumnal, e- but it is shit. all pastoral and pinks and stuff like the that. The Pegasus is fe- Pegasus is flying. It's exciting. I guess they also swim like swans. I guess who knew? Yeah,
3: and actually, I'm kind of surprised for. It's one thing to draw a Pegasus, but it's another thing to figure out how a horse is going to be able to fly and make it look organic, but they do a decent enough job. It's yeah. funny, because now, watching this now, this looks it. like some My Pretty Pony bullshit. <laughs> With all the, like, the pastel-covered little baby Pegasus and mm. stuff. It's not the, that's not a bad thing or anything like that, but it's funny how, no. like, something that was so groundbreaking now is, like, something that, like, you know, was, like, a Saturday morning cartoon, like, you know, 40 years after this. Anyway. Oh, there's well, fucking all, all those. fawns and shit. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the- <laughs> I hate fawns. <laughs> yeah? I don't know why. Just like fucking. What about baby fawns? I think also the baby fawns kind of look like fucking Peter Pan. I always hate the character design of Peter is it- Pan.
2: Is it? Is it because adult fawns totally look like pedophiles all the time, no matter what? Cause Cause they they draw always got them like with a creepy face- goatee. Yeah,
3: it's always. Yeah, it's never good. And I know because 'cause are mm. trying to make him look kind of like goat people, but no, no, I don't like them. Have
2: you seen the animated um, BBC 1970s Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? No,
3: I've never seen any version of the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Okay. Oh, is Tumnus fucked read up the books? in that? Nah. I
2: can't remember what he looked like, but it's definitely got some very. Oh, that's from the 1970s. I, I get the joke it.
3: of like I like I know who Mr. Tumnus is because enough people wanted to bang Mr. Tumnus from the the movie from like 20 years ago, but. They were like, "Oh wow, he going he going to be professor X someday. I want I want to stick my dick on his goat dick." Wait, what? Yeah, you got it. Uh so, let's battle with those goat dick. Well, those Pegasus are oh, sorry, swimming I'm sorry, I did get a distracted because it did turn into the centaurettes suddenly. I'm watching it there's now. There's some so. topless
2: centaurettes over yonder getting dressied I like the
3: reveal. I didn't, I actually had to rewind it because I was like, oh wait, I didn't realize there's a joke there because it starts off, you see a bunch of half-naked ladies swimming in the water, mm-hmm. and but mm-hmm. you only see them from mm-hmm. the top up, so you just think it's half-naked ladies. Uh, but then suddenly one lady gets out of the water and says, oh my gosh, she's hoarse horse from the de- waist down. Oh my god, what the fuck's wrong with her? Get her to a oh doctor. Oh my gosh, I can see her boobies. Oh, wait, she—you actually see? You can see her boobies, but I guess the original idea, all the character designs, all the maquettes they made for this movie—they were supposed to be topless with nipples, but I guess the. <laughs> This is not too long after the Hays Code started, and so movies fucking had to Haze be. Code ruining everything. Shit was getting censored. This is one of the first big cases of the Hays Code sending down the, the Hays board where the fuck being like, you can't show nipples. So you could either show ladies walking around with fucking Barbie doll nippleless tits, or you get, like, everyone's got to just happen to be wearing perfect little garlands over the nipples to cover up that shit. So that's what you get for the It's a bummer. The haze coast sucks ass yeah.
1: man. Although, imagine
3: how many more furries there would have been. It's funny how much nipples can go totally define. I mean, nipples do kind of define the boob, but it's funny how much if there had been nipples in this, it would have been even more scintillating. Like that would have like even the number f- like furries would have been a thing generations earlier if there had been nipples in this movie, probably. But
2: yeah. You know. I don't know if furries and centaur. I mean, they- I'm sure there's some Venn diagram. Are is there not?
3: Th- is that the same thing? You don't think? I don't
2: know if centaurs are considered furries.
3: Oh, I mean, really? It's not like you have to be afraid to want to fuck a horse with a little woman on naked woman top. Like, it's still attractive. It's not, yeah. It's it's not like the appeal is like she's got a horse pussy. Although I guess that would be the appeal. For I somebody. hope not. <laughs> oh my god, I never even considered how that, like for some people that would be the best of both worlds. I get human woman <laughs> who I could like marry and talk to, and like have Christmas with. But then she's also got big meaty horse pussy. Because I want I want someone with a vagina big enough I can stick my head into it. Also, she can never pee indoors. I have to take her back out in the yard to take a shit. I guess that's an appeal for some guys. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can see for ladies big giant horse cock. Wait, how would that anyway? I'm thinking about. Anyway, shut up. They don't
2: have nipples, but so Disney was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna put flowers on there that make that perfectly
3: placed (laughs) middle nipples." I do like that. That's kind of a big fuck you from Disney. Is like, fuck you assholes. Yeah, we're Good. we're gonna give her like flower areola practically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but uh, hey, <sighs> when you're a tiny, when you're like I don't know, ten
3: or. 10 to 12 and you see this segment you're like i don't care they ain't got nipples there's booties. no fucking. it's funny because like if you're a kid and you have any kind of drawing ability you're probably already drawing naked ladies that it is and you're like people adults got paid to draw naked ladies and it's like super mm-hmm. like scandalous it's like oh naked like it's like i'm watching my kids cartoon but there's naked ladies in it it's like oh mm-hmm. shit. And, and you almost wonder if like you wished it into being like you suddenly had magic powers and suddenly like did i just wish naked ladies into this somehow but yeah um There is lots of naked cherubs though. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um I mean, but not I that unfortunate, like... but there's a lot of, like, <laughs> look at the cute little cherubs. They're bending over and stuff.
2: I, I like I like all the the dude centaurs rolling up with their stubby little arms, uh, you can, super dorky. It
3: is, you can totally tell that the, the animators, are, I mean, they spent all their time and attention working on the lady centaurats and not so much the centaurs, because they are... Yeah, the, especially the first scene where the centaurs show up, and they're kind of drawn mm-hmm. from the distance, so they even less yeah. detail, so they look like they're all, like, Peter Dinklage people all the <laughs> pony people because like the proportions on their limbs are all messed up and they kind of run towards the camera and it looks a little bit better but again yeah the centaurs are not nearly as what lovingly designed or animated no. as the ladies and i mean that's it they're not even a very they're all the one it's... dude just different colors Yeah, exactly whereas the ladies there's all different kinds and you, the fucking cherubs are putting hats on them and shit like that and there's mm-hmm. like one lady in particular like why does this shot look a little weird because the camera's super zoomed in And then you look up Uh on YouTube and you're like... Oh no! Somebody hit the racism alarm! This is... Yeah, it hit the big fucking... big shiny candy-like Disney racism racism button alarm because... Yeah, so both... uh, This is edited exactly both the same way on both the Blu-ray and the Disney Plus version where... Originally, there was a fucking centaur called fucking, was it Sunflower Sunshine? Yeah. And the joke was. And her design doesn't even fit in. It's no, so weird. It is like some fucking 1920s racist shit where it's this bl- bl- black girl centaur with the whole big fucking big lips and the any hair and the whole like. She's like waiting on the centaur. She's like. It's not. It's, the character design is bad enough, but then she's also just like the foot servant for these white girl centaurs and she's like buffing their hooves and all this shit and she's all like yeah. her eyes are all googly and like it's regressive it's, like it's like yeah.
2: missing a tooth she, she's
3: all fucking cup-headed and shit like yeah missing a tooth i'm just like it's the worst it is like slanderously fucking racist like s- even for the time it was scorchingly fucked up racist to the point that like i've seen people point out like uh, some people defended it, like oh people this this wasn't racist until later like no, there were people yeah. there were black people at the time who were like, What the fuck is this shit? This is like what and this is a this is before Song of the South and all that other shit, so this is already like you did not this is completely unfucking necessary. And so for this version, uh they cropped in she only shows up in like maybe half a dozen shots in this. And so for most of the shots they just crop they just zoom in on the shop to crop her out. Although there is one lengthy shot where there's I think it's the center out with the pink pink horse bottom who's like she's like prancing around and you see that she's kind of looking behind her as if she's looking at something uh the 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 black racist character was originally like trailing behind her and kind of like tying her hair and her garland and stuff like that but they digitally erased her from the scene Mm. so it's one of the few times where they just yeah they said there was no way we could fix this by zooming and we're just gonna have to like digitally erase her from the scene and so but yeah, th- that's why yeah, there's a couple shots in here that are cropped and yeah, it just makes the, And they actually did well enough that if you don't know that character was edited out, you wouldn't you probably wouldn't notice, but this is definitely one of the more egregious bits of racism in the Disney canon and one of the more uh, little
2: It's so bit. racist even in the 60s they were like that's, how about no Yeah,
3: so it was and yeah, it was during that release where the mo- movies finally started making money from all the potheads and all the hippies. Yeah, that was the first one they were like, yeah, this is... Civil rights happened, we can't get away with the shit anymore, so... Yeah. Oof, and then in the commentary watching this, they don't even t- pay any attention. They they they, they pretended never oh, happened in the so. commentary, which... Of, of course. course. And especially I watched the commentary, it was like Roy Disney and all the head guys, and so of course they're all just like, let's pretend this never happened, which is... Yeah. Which is a little bit... I don't know if that's almost better or worse. Because I mean, it's not like it's not like Disney pretends mm-hmm. it never happened at all. Because like you know, like there's Disney and historians and books and stuff that will talk about Sunshine, but it's I don't know, I, I, especially for like especially it's on some something flower. like Disney Plus where any kid's going to watch, it. they don't need to be presented with like fucking racist imagery out of the blue. But just from like a long-term yeah. historical kind of thing, it's a little yeah, I don't know. it's 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 the. the... It's weird to see Disney running away from its legacy and pretending something. Ah, it's never here. We should. Uh, no, I think this.
2: I. I think this is the type of thing they can pretend like never happens because they got. If they had gotten rid of it like ten years ago, then you'd be like, "What the fuck, Disney?" But they they figured out.
3: Yeah, it's actually pretty
2: early on for for them that it was bad. Yeah. And got rid of It's
3: it. it is it is interesting to think that character has been gone for longer than a character actually existed within the film. Because yeah, well, like it was deleted from this movie for like over fifty years ago. And this movie's, like yeah. less than a hundred years old, yeah. So, Well, whatever, That's not their point, but yeah, I <laughs> just paused at the wrong moment. I got a really derpy naked cherub on the screen, but yeah. Uh, so the
2: ladies, the lady centaurs, put on a show because they're horny and they want to get some of these things up in their, their like, business.
3: You know, again, too, like talking about the mix of human uh, and horse, like they actually do a really good job of like. They just parse the animation of the forelegs of the horse as being kind of like the legs of a human. And so they're kind of like wiggling their hips, which are kind of like the forefront of the horse. And I'm kind of surprised actually Mm -hmm. for like 1940, they actually did a pretty good job of animating these centaurs, at least the lady centaurs in a way that actually looks relatively believable and attractive. And they're not like horrible monstrosities or anything. But again, I think that's due to the fact that the animators were horny and they really wanted to get this right. Because that's kind of (laughs) half the point of the (laughs) sequence, is that you want to fuck those centaurs. But yeah.
2: Yeah, two of the they all pair up, but two of the horses are lonely. So cherubs lead them to each other, and now oh, everybody yeah. can get it on. Good old Bean, good job, old Bean. Gonna be so much horse dick going on. Oh God, yeah. Hey, hey, Disney, did you just turn that cherub's ass into a heart? <laughs> that's
3: weird <laughs> i forgot about that it's fucking wait is that the end of everything is that before like the the bacchanalia starts quote unquote yeah this uh, is the i'm two, fast i'm fast forwarding like, down i skipped the, over two but, like, blue
2: horses oh yeah i'm watching get it now it is pretty egregious
3: like it's like that's yeah. so stupid it's like something from a little greeting card but like i, I thought it was like, cute and clever but i don't know it's a very silly moment so thank you walt disney Nah. Not- now that the fucking's done it's time to get drunk you think this is the part they'd be waiting to do the hardest fucking like why yeah like yeah no this is the thing anyways but yeah, everyone's like oh, uh, no you uh you nah nah
2: nah you want to get uh fucking done so that you can get so sl- sloppy drunk you can't get it up
3: anymore uh, that's true i you know. I never thought i was that, that that seems to be a problem like i wish i like how do you how, like uh, th- th- this is how you can tell i don't drink that like i'm completely mystified by that even being a problem like I have no like how would you possibly get I so think, drunk that you can't get a boner cuz I think it, boners uh, are so magically I, I, I don't know yeah
2: I I don't I don't know but I have I think it also <laughs> Don't take my word, because I'm not an expert on the subject <laughs> oh, no. either, but I think it depends on the type of booze, because, oh, really? you know, okay. you hear about something called whiskey
3: dick, so I don't know
2: if whiskey make- makes
3: you more fancy Oh, so whiskey else. dick, is you know. can't get it up, because you're so, oh, okay. I guess yeah. especially, I guess you can get older, know, too, like, know. you have circulatory issues and emotional issues, who knows, but, um, yeah, who and so it was, I guess it's supposed to be back as the god of wine shows up, he's, like, yeah. I guess originally he was supposed to be much more of an interesting character design, but here he's just, like, a... Like, just, like, almost, like, generic stock cartoon, like, fat guy. And he's... Well... Uh, this is another case, too, of, of tits being flowers. that were there, like, fuck it, we're gonna put tits on this, even if the tits are just different colored uh, flowers on the tits. He's accompanied by two zebra centaurs. So, which is funny, because yeah. I, I guess these these black ladies, c- c- centaurs, uh, which are, I guess were supposed to be, like, African centaurs, which is why they're part half zebra. I guess Disney's gone back and forth between deleting them from this scene... Uh, back and forth, but I guess they eventually decided to keep I them. I don't. Well, they're not like racist caricatures. I mean, they are like like no. black and that they're zebra and they have like you know like the, the gold hoop earrings and the more. But African, they're also but they're the not most, like yeah
2: they're most they're the most unique and cool looking of them. They all, actually so are. That's yeah. That's I can't I can't make a, a judgment statement on if they're problematic or not because I'm a. Oh, I'm almost forty-year-old white dude, yeah. so. Why? Well, well, but, but... they're also
3: they're they're just. I mean, they're uh, they're not like they're not a racist caricature, though. At least, like they're, yeah. they're, they're they're yeah. I yeah again, I can't say whether or not they're racist, but, you know, definitely not, or anything like that. But I could see what. Yeah, it's 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 they're, they're I like their design. If it weren't for Sunshine it's being so. in this movie and being deleted, their presence in this thing wouldn't be remarked upon, other than the fact that their tits are the most egregious. Because I'm watching it now, and their tits are just like... They essentially just have red tits. like Because they have oh, the yeah. nipples and the areola. That, that, that's that the egregious thing of Disney just saying, fuck you, we're still going to give perky. them tits, but we're just going to make the tits different colors, and we'll just claim it's flowers or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: He rolls up drunk, and they're stomping on grapes till one of them eventually falls over and goes,
3: ow, 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 ow. <laughs> still, I love how... when Even when I show people horrible things on the internet who aren't into watching horrible things on the internet and who pride themselves on being good people even those people will laugh their asses off at that thing even though that is (laughs) one of the most like oh like cringe inducing videos on the uh, on the internet not cringe from like but like it's like oh like oh like that looks genuinely painful kind of cringe you know oh Oh.
2: i don't i enjoy this drunk fool
3: he's cute Um, i'm not saying he's bad or anything like that but no But, uh, so we got
2: titties, we got drinking, we got racism, we got horniness. Not till Big Hero 6 would these make a return in one film. Really?
3: Wait, where's the I, racism? No, I don't,
2: that, there's not, I'm just I'm trying to joke. think
3: of where are the titties, I'm trying to think.
2: I <laughs> just grabbed the most, you know, I grabbed the, <laughs> the thing is, I should have said, you know what, I should have said Chicken Little. Yeah, I was about I to say, said you said know, Chicken but th-
3: it still works because so few people care about Big Hero 6. That like that's the thing that's I tried to go yeah. with
2: the one of the one of the, the I it, my first thoughts was Bolt or Big Hero 6 or Robinson. Gone with Chicken Little. Yeah. Ooh, no, um uh Treasure uh, Planet. What's the on the range? Home on, Home the, on range? the range.
3: Yeah, that's a, Actually, that yeah. would be more believable cuz that's with like that's that's talking animals, so that could be tits yeah. and racism and like it. yeah. T- oh t- man, tits. it's I guess they
2: could make. I'm I sure. I, it depends on who you ask. I'm sure
3: with the, like with Roseanne Barr playing a cow in a Disney animated movie, they must have made like an utter's joke. Shut up. Anyway, but there's there's drinking and stuff.
2: Yeah. and... Oh man, it's raining now. That's the bad oh. kind of wet. And then the god of thunder. That's shows I'm up watching the it now. That's actually the name of the
3: chapter. Stop. Is the bad kind of wet. <laughs> yeah.
2: I like the the who whips her own ass to get over the head.
3: Yeah. That's a little. I hey whatever it takes you to get through the day yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and the god of Thunder is determined to kill that drunk Why? fool throwing lightning bolts at him Zeus is
3: angry yeah he's like you made all my centaurs drunk and even sexier than they always are hmm oh, I'm the only one around here that gets to fuck horses God Zeus has got a weird character design because he's got this beard that's like tubes sticking out of his face but it doesn't look like hair it just looks like big pieces mm-hmm. of like cut off Play-Doh tubes and ugh, yeah. Why does the dude this hammer and his lightning look have such a buff
2: body and such a goofy fucking face? Is not
3: that supposed to be crippled? Cuz I thought the guy Oh god. And then this they call it Vulcan in the Greek yeah. is it's Perfasifalus or whatever?
2: Yeah, they mix up their 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 Greek and their uh, Do they I can't remember. Their... But yeah, that it's yeah. funny cuz
3: that's like the most ripped guy the Vulcan making the the, the the lightning bolts is the most ripped dude in the whole thing, but yeah. Um, but his face is like, oh yeah, <laughs> it is kind of yeah, um, yeah, a little bit like uh, fucking, uh, Pickus Bill or whatever the fuck. But oh god, we're gonna end up having to watch that shit too. I forgot Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney through the ages, man. It's gonna be a whole. Anyway, but uh, Zeus yeah. ends up blowing up the the the, the wine. Yeah. Dumped. He. The
2: fat guy just drinks out of that river. It's pretty cute.
3: I always kind of wish that like there was voices in this cartoon, because you know they would have gotten... Oh my god! ...to play Bacchus in this, because that's totally that kind of character. Wait. Oh, uh... all my wine spilled. Oh, i <laughs> Raimi. How you doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zeus has just fight. fucked up this picnic for no discernible reason. Yep. Then he decides to turn in.
2: Yeah, well, ruining a sex party takes a lot out of god, you.
3: God, what a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. i do like yes the thing well of, i like, mean
2: to be fair zeus was well known to be an asshole i
3: mean it's i mean that that's not that's nothing new but like well uh, zeus, let me rephrase at least uh, from what i always uh, read about zeus at least zeus was always an asshole in favor of a good time so this is like the a horny asshole. yeah and this is zeus like fucking up a good sex party so like if you're gonna be maybe an it asshole, was because he wasn't invited yeah maybe that's what it is because like at least zeus would like he if you anything, he would fuck up people because they weren't because they weren't having a sex party. This is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do like the thing where Zeus decides he's just going to turn in. And, it, like, he goes to, like, fall asleep. And then he's, like, he's actually sleeping on, like, a thunderbolt. And he kicks it out of the yeah. cloud and it falls down. And it's kind of like they're insinuating this is, like, when when a, when a thunderstorm passes. This is, like, the distant, like, rumblings of the last bits of thunder. is like, Zeus yeah. just going to bed and, like, kicking all of his extra thunderbolts out. I thought that was cute but yeah i would have liked uh like an actual disney film in this style they could have i in retrospect this this whole thing was popular enough i kind of wonder if they would have been like oh man we could have just done this as a whole short or a little little mini film of itself but yeah yeah
2: so the storm's all gone now and that one idiot centaur hiding under a tree during the storm the storm is fine he should have been blasted all to hell and back Oh excuse me hades and back
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I wonder if they, I like the, the. I wonder if they snuck in any of these characters into the Hercules movie. Probably. Like even just I as like as the design characters.
2: of the, the rainbow lady who makes the rainbow. She
3: makes a rainbow. I
2: don't. I don't know my gods or demigods' names. Whatever this... she is, she looks cool. Oh, yeah. Although I read on IMDb, her rainbow's upside down.
3: Really? Yes,
2: oh, I guess the colors is, are it reversed. It is red right on
3: top with purple. Uh, it's right on the bottom oh. and, and purple on the top, so that's violet, I guess. Or Terrible. So I, uh, I need to remember my Rory. She Rory was D- drunk. D- I get well. The announcer said her name was Diana, which I was like, oh, is that why mm. it's Wonder Woman's name is Diana? Is She a Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter because the fucking Morpheus shows up. He flies over.
2: Well, there's a flaming dude on a flaming chariot. That's weird. Who's the sun. Yeah. And then he goes away. So long, flaming dude. And Morpheus blankets the sky in a big old billowy cloak so everybody can get some sleep. It's been a hedonistic day. Uh, Yeah. And then... It's 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 just wet in so many ways.
3: I did like the bit where... And this is actually mm-hmm. the one part that was spoiled by the dude announcer explaining everything before it started. Where, uh, what's-her-face, she uses the moon as a bow and arrow to f- shoot the stars. I thought the mm-hmm. shooting of the stars over the sky was gonna be more interesting-looking. And no, she just nah. shoots her bow, and a bunch of stars appear, and that's the end of the thing. I was like, well, that's a yep. I thought there was gonna be a thing of, like, it was gonna be, like, an arrow of fire. And as the arrow of fire flies through the sky, it would leave, like, a trail of glitter that would swirl and do all this crazy shit. Like, no, it's just, like, I think they got tired.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, uh, before we move on to the next one, it's time for my pee-pee break.
3: I was wondering if you were hoping that I would, like, just go off and, and on a tangent. I'll let you go pee while I go off on a tangent about me going off on a tangent. Oh,
0: uh, good. If you're smart, you, support, you should already be right. gone.
3: I shouldn't even hear your spawn I when be. I start talking about this stuff. This is a good. I. I. That you should. I. If I'd known in advance, I could have talked about more about how much I wanted to see what the stars look like. What's the next segment? Because we're like. I think there's. Oh no, the next segment is the one I don't care about that much. Because there's only two segments left. Yeah, it's just. It's just the Night of the Hours of the Hippos. And then it's the. The fucking Night on Bald Mountain bullshit. Which actually. I. I assume that this episode would actually be pretty short considering there's like no. Th- through story for us to talk about, but I guess it is eight small stories for us to talk about, which I guess means that we took up a whole bunch of time. How are you guys doing? If you're listening to this, I hope you're doing okay. I hope life is treating you about as well as you can expect considering the state of the world right now. I know everyone's fucked up and freaked out, but I hope you're having a good time listening to us. I don't know. Are you guys actually watching uh these movies along with us? I'm kinda curious if you're listening to this if you've actually seen Vantasia in a while. Uh, Maybe you're enough of a Disney animation nerd that you've seen Fantasia enough that you don't need to have watched it recently to understand what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) How's your pee go? Uh, Sideways. Did you ever do the thing where you think, okay, I can make my pee breaks go twice as fast as if I just stick a a hole in my dick? A secondary hole in my dick? and I can play my dick like a a pee flute? That's not a universal thought.
2: No, I think it is. (laughs) Probably. Anyway. But what am I gonna do with three holes in my dick?
3: Wait, where's the, where's the you already have two? <laughs> you don't? Oh no. I guess oh, you got have no. a dick piercing, I, Oh man, I didn't think about how you pee if you got a dick piercing. A I don't reward. know, man. Have you ever seen, oh, shut up. We gotta talk about it. we're almost done with fantasia. We gotta stick to the road. It's true. Anyway, so the guy comes back, so he's talking. It,
2: yep, and he sets up the next one be classy as hell. A bunch of Dancers are gonna dance, and it's gonna come in. And, oh, it's gonna I be great. I do love
3: he does not betray the reveal that this is gonna be a goofy comic thing because he's just like he's talking about it all very highfalutin. He's like, and then mm-hmm. a ba- batch of dancers will, uh, who embody the uh, elegance of early evening, and blah blah. And mm-hmm. then it's a fucking bunch of fucking, it's fucking Zootopia <laughs> over here. Yeah, it's a fucking ostrich ballerina. I, I am so is... glad
2: she's dopey dumb looking and not sexual i wonder
3: if it was that if maybe there had been less of the dopey ballerina i would like the segment better but it goes Mm. on for a while and i get like this is supposed to be the most lighthearted segment of the whole thing but it goes maybe it's because i've also seen more of this than anything else because whenever anyone talks about fantasia it's always like the dancing hippos and the crocodiles and but it just it's and i don't care about the dancing that much the dancing nah, doesn't seem to be you? that interesting. Like, you're the professional dancer, it's, so you're better.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't... Dude, who cares? they're ostriches. Dude. I, they're, and bit, they're, they're about as graceful as you would expect an actual ostrich. Yeah, to
3: and I know that they make a big kerfuffle about how they got real ballerinas to come in and, and pose for reference. Uh, footage for all the dancing in this, and I'm like, does that even really matter? In the, I'm sure to help the animators, yes. but for us, I will viewers, tell you this
2: now. Yes, yes, it, it does. does. Okay, yeah. So you could actually yes.
3: like, you can recognize some of the, like the pirouettes and shit they're doing. Okay.
2: Well, it's not so much that; it's just keeping it authentic. Because if you ask like a non-dancer oh, okay. to do dancer-ish stuff, it's gonna suck ass. There's an Instagram, uh, uh, thing I follow. They, they're relatively new. Mm-hmm. But it's called models doing ballet. Oh no! And, and they're just
3: like what they think oh, ballet is. It's always so is. bad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And a lot of the, you can always tell when somebody who doesn't dance like draws a dancer because they always have the the ribbons on the shoes going all the way up the calves, and it always looks fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. No, no. Why well, having actual dancers come in for these this section
3: definitely. There's a bunch of smaller it. details that like yeah, no one else would pick up if they yeah. didn't have reference. Okay. Which hey, that's yeah. the that's reference and and. In practice, I'm glad that worked out that way. Then, okay. I like how hungry the ostriches are for fruit. There is a. They all like. My favorite gag in this whole thing is when they swallow the fruit and like their chokers go down and come back up. I thought that was actually kind of funny. But aside from that, I could care less about this. You talk about this stuff. Oh, it's fine. You don't even like the, the character animation of the hippo? It's fine. I think she's she's animated great. I know, she's, she's animated got, great. She's got a lot of weight. It's just a little bit, I just like, I think I've seen enough Disney do stuff like this before in the past. That Like, like I'm more into like the highfalutin stuff in this cartoon. And this is, like I said, I don't hate it. I just It's just not as interesting to me. Because this is just Disney doing what it always does. And so it's less interesting mm. to me. So that's all. I am not as big of a fan as the elephants. Is there and a I, difference
2: that that sh- show up when the hippos pass out? Yeah. I, they, something looks a little off in them. I can't place. it. I don't weird. know if it's the fact they're just wearing shoes and nothing else, or the 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 ball stubble on top of their head. That's always a know. little weird. Cause
3: yeah, and well, yeah, yeah, the they're definitely less cute than the hippos.
2: Um... Like, the ostriches have the chokers, the hippos have the, the skirts, and the tutus, but the elephants ain't got nothing, just, and it's weird.
3: That's an interesting point. I would never thought about that. They're more naked. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. They blow bubbles and dance. I like the one that gets stuck on her foot, but has the soldier on anyhow. The wind comes and blows all the elephants away to, so they can show up in a drunkard's dream somewhere.
3: I, that's... I wonder, they must have been already knee-deep in Dumbo at the time while working on this, so I'm sure they were already like, well, I guess this is a practice for Dumbo, but yeah.
2: Yeah, only the one hippo lady that's left, and it's nighttime, and the hungry crocodiles come in and want to eat. I Fuck?
3: do like the reveal of the crocodiles, because they're like in red cloaks, and they're all evil, mm-hmm. and suddenly they throw off their cloaks, and it's like, oh, it's a bunch of cartoon crocodiles. And I do like yeah. they're slinking around like Dracula. Uh, yeah. Which I uh, specifically like Dracula, which is interesting because right like uh, bremster or uh, Bela Lugosi's Dracula came out a less than a decade before this, so it's funny to see them uh, kind of uh, riffing on that a little bit. Which is funny because supposedly mm. Bela Lugosi showed up for, and did reference footage for Chernobog in the next sequence that they threw out because it was terrible. Um, mm. but, yeah, anyway. but yeah, so yeah, uh, so but the the
2: the leader of the crocodile shows up. He got a feather in his hat. and He puts a stop for it. He for sure doesn't want to eat that hippo. He <laughs> was in love with that. T H I C C
3: boot. Oh, that yeah. boot! Oh, I didn't think about how this that is definitely booty a thing for... too fine. <laughs> this is that de- I didn't. This is definitely a thing for, for people who are in fat, fat, fat ladies. I didn't even think about that. Um, I guess they did bring in speaking of reference footage, they did bring in a like a two hundred uh, plus pound dancer lady to do reference <laughs> mm-hmm. for the uh uh for the hippo. And I love like, reading on Wikipedia. They're talking about we just wanted to see what parts of her body jiggled the most and stuff like Mm. that just the way they're talking about it they're talking kind of clinically but it's still just kind of funny and i guess the the the, the, they got her husband to do the photo reference for the the, for the crocodile stuff so that's kind of a funny thing like that that that's cute to know but
2: yeah and then it's a free-for-all with the crocodiles getting all the action nabbing up ladies and absconding with them and whatever and Fantasia's is one of the hornier Disney movies.
3: Yeah, which is funny because it's supposed to be one of the most highfalutin ones, but it's definitely the one that like it's got his dick the hardest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, is it romantic? It's so, a crocodile's not wanting to eat the hippo because I parsed it as the uh, crocodile wanting to eat the hippo. Oh, I didn't think he wanted because he
2: like holds his heart and bats his eyes. Oh, the first that's season. right.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching it now. I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay.
2: So that ends eventually, and there's like. Three and a half good pieces in Fantasia? And what's the half piece, you ask? Well, it's next, it's Night on Bald Mountain, because the second half of it, Ava Maria, is...
3: boring as shit. I, you know what, I... I mean, it is boring, but I like what they're trying to do with it, because they Mm. make it boring on purpose? Which is weird. We'll (laughs) get that We'll get there.
2: So the creatures that are evil are gonna go worship the devil. Fantasia, you have everything! Fantasia should be
3: better for having so much potentially cool stuff in it, but it's so long that the impact Mm -hmm. of all that cool stuff is kind of lessened, but yeah.
2: Disney's Devil has come a long way since The Goddess of Spring. Uh,
3: Which is funny, because that's totally like, yeah, that was one of the silly symphonies. (laughs) What if this
2: was just that guy? There is one little bit where
3: they show, like, they have, like, these couple demons, like, walking around towards each other. Like, just on feet. They're not, like, flying through the air towards uh, Chernobog or anything like that. But, Mm -hmm. like, I did for a moment have flashbacks to The Goddess of Spring. Mm -hmm. And that shitty fucking devil, oh my god. (laughs) About that. <laughs> oh Disney again, Disney comes such a long way in less than a decade, it's amazing.
2: I, I was uh, I thought to ask if this is the coolest thing old school Disney Disney has ever done, but yeah, I can't imagine them doing anything cooler than I I mean Humboldt it's mountain. this and uh, Sleeping
3: Beauty's Dragon, right? Yeah. And it's got in terms much. of like the classic when Disney was still alive. I'm trying to think of anything else that yeah. would be like Oh, yeah, as badass, yeah. Um yeah. Uh, the, the, I always never I, I I appreciate Chernobog, but I always thought his face looked a weird because obviously like they they, they had photo reference of a real guy. I guess originally it was Bailey Legosi, but they must laugh their ass off because Bailey Legosi is not does not look like this or do anything like this. Uh, mm. But uh, his face always kind of looked like a mask because of course the face of mm. the one part they had to kind of make up, and I always thought that the, the Chernobog's face should have been a little more expression er, ex- expressive. The way in the finished film he always just looks kind of like he's like in this permanent like eh, face it looks like jack nicholson and the joker or something like that but it's not mm. high, neither here or there but i think it's, it's okay right. but it's his face is not nearly as expressive as the rest of his body even his hands are i, more fi- expressive. I don't know
2: if they i don't know if they designed to be expressive or to uh amplify like their shadows and darks and that's lights entirely and possible shit. too Yeah. You know?
3: Um, but I do love, yeah, so Turnerbog he starts, like, fucking conjuring shit and, like, yeah,
2: all these spirits. Summoning get, all the yeah ghosts and shit from their graves. <sighs> There's... It helps that Night on Bald Mountain is an absolute banger of a piece of classical music. It is really
3: good. And um, I guess people really point out that, like, Stakowski's arrangement, you know, the conductor guy, his arrangement, because I guess he arranged mm-hmm. all the music for uh, from this film, too. His arrangement of, of, of night on Bald Mountain is known to be a pretty fucking banger version of that 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 uh track too. So, and it's yeah. really cool because uh, love... the ghosts are all kind of drawn in pencil and Conte crayon, and mm-hmm. they're doing a special effects thing where like I guess they project uh, took some still images of that animation and projected it onto a, like a twisting sheet and a mirror just to kind of add that actually kind of tw- warped twisty effect <laughs> to they... them and stuff and. It's weird they didn't
2: do that special effect where you just wrinkle the cell like they did in uh, that one episode of um, Fist of the North Yeah, uh,
3: where they just kind of shimmy it around and go oh! yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, almost Poochie did a little bit, yeah. Uh, but it looks mm-hmm. really good. I, yeah. And
2: uh, this one Oh yeah, I love I love the animation where the devil like picks up a bunch of little demons and they crawl on his hand, and he he, gets, he realizes what he's got in his hand. And he's like, Egh! yeah, it throws him in the
3: fire. Uh, there's a whole thing where there's like flaming sexy naked lady da- uh, dancers in his palm that turn into goats and shit mm-hmm. like that. Uh, that looks really good, and that's it's funny because you know they they totally homage that in, in uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame too, but.
2: Anyway, go ahead. The uh, is his I never noticed how good his hands were growing yeah. up. His hands are they just they just as, I don't know if it's because we've seen like balloon tit hands from past Disney stuff, mm-hmm. and all their hands were so terrible. They, I don't know who they got to do this dude's hands, it's, but they fucking rocket it and It's nice it.
3: too because it's obviously not just purely rotoscope too. It still looks they obviously mm-hmm. were based that off a of reference footage, but I think it's one of those things where it was just based off a of reference footage rather than just directly traced. And so it's, yeah. it's 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 it looks good without looking weirdly uncanny. It's it, like they could have yeah. easily. If they had just rotoscoped Eternal Bog, he could have just wound up looking like Gulliver from Gulliver's Travels, but this is, like, the perfect blend of, like, obviously they were, like, the poses and stuff, you could totally imagine what the guy who shot who was the the the, the subject of the reference footage, what he would have looked like going through the exact same motions, but it's just heightened and, and caricatured enough that with the motion that, like, it still looks like a living, breathing cartoon character. The, though, but yeah, the like red and blue oh, highlights God, that's are so nice. Are really yeah. are so good. And again, and the combination they... of the music, the, just the synthesis of the music and the visuals, is, is is this is a good, 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 good climax for this this experiment of a movie. Yeah. And then
2: things start flying at the camera, and Disney was like, "Well, they won't give us." Uh, centaur nipples, but <laughs> how about a harpy nipple? Oh yeah, yeah that's a br- big red chunky nipple. Yeah, for
3: like yeah, just a quick second, yeah, yeah. Um, blammo, wammo. I guess there's not much story. He just kind of keeps on uh writhing. They just have a fucking party. Yeah, uh, well, it just starts getting light, and then he's like, ah, shit, man, neighbors are waking up. The church bells rang Oh, that's like, what it is. Yeah, and then yeah, all the all the uh, the ghosts have to go back to their. I do like the the village that they all come from. Kind of looks like Pinocchio's village. Which yeah, yeah why the fuck be. not? I guess. Um, I I I like
2: when the church bell rings and it l- like changes the color of whoever's there. But if they're cast in shadow, it doesn't change that part of their body. Or if that character's in the shadow, that doesn't change that. Yeah,
3: there's some nice little attention to detail in this movie. It's, it's...
2: whoever did the coloring in this section, because deserved... I hope they got a bonus. Well,
3: especially like the subtle lightning of the skies as soon as the um. The bell starts to ring too, kind of suggesting dawn without like being too overt about like it's suddenly it's not like the sky suddenly turns pink or anything like that, but it's, like it does mm-hmm. it does create that feeling of like early dawn before the sun has mm-hmm. really begun to rise or like before the, the the color of the sky has really started to change too much. Like uh, I yeah. and I do love when it pans out and I do, I love how like easily Turtlebog it's supposed to be Satan he kind of gives up he's like ah shit. Fucking doorbells ring. I don't have to go back to bed, and he just kind of <laughs> curls up and turns back into the mountain. And the camera yeah. pans out, and yeah, you get, actually, it's it's more suggested by dawn uh, the, by the fact that like the dawn lights are reflecting off the clouds in front of the mountain, which I thought was a nice little subtle touch. It's not so much the sky, but it's the clouds in the sky. And yep. And then the most and exciting part of off- the movie starts. <laughs>
2: It's time to turn off the VHS tape it and is... rewind it.
3: There's still like five minutes left in the movie, but it's only like three shots. And it's this very long, slow pull down to like these people it's just a... to just a
2: bunch of assholes walking I around. I really
3: like it though. It's really pretty, and I do. I like don't know the if I
2: ever watched the whole thing
3: before. Like these are shots going for like, special for 1940. The length of these shots are fucking ridiculous because each each mm. of these shots go on for like a like a like a minute or two a piece, which 1940 is fucking super long as shit. Which does create a very boring scene if you're not up for the the vibe this this scene is creating. But yeah, they're singing. Ave it's to just Maria. a bunch of people. Walking
2: around slouched over with fishbowls
3: on their heads. Um, I guess they had to Great. film this a whole. <laughs> I did. I would have never parsed the candles and spring They have like a bunch of Mysterios <laughs> walking in the dawn. Um, but yeah, like they're walking over a bridge, and I do like the fact that they come out. And this is actually one of the biggest uses of the multiplane camera because they uh, they walk out of the mist and and everything, and they're suddenly in a forest, and the trees. This is actually a little bit of a kind of like a uh, preface of what we're gonna get more in Sleeping Beauty where. The trees are super heightened, designed in a way that, like, the leaves of the, the, the branches bend to suggest as they overlap with each other, kind of like the archways in a mm. cathedral. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting, too, because, like, I do like, I guess they're supposed to be nuns or the figures carrying the candles. I do like the candles aren't, like, super bright. They're still, like, wrapped up in mist, which still creates a little bit of an air of mystery. And, yeah, they start walking into the ruins of, like, an abbey or something like that. And I was hoping the movie would end there, because that's a nice touch. But it still goes on for, like, one last thing where, like, suddenly the camera's, like, passing through, like, an archway uh, to, like, a glen where the sun rises up over the hill and that's the end of the movie. Um, I guess... Wow.
2: We we started off by putting them to sleep
3: <laughs> and now we're going to end it I, by putting them to and sleep. And the movie doesn't say the end. I thought there was going to be one last little thing where, like, fucking announcer dude comes up and says, like, bitches, wasn't that awesome? No, it just fades to black and that is, like, the, the, the file stops. Like, if you're watching on Disney+, Plus, it just kicks you back out to, like, Want to watch Star Wars next? Like,
2: yeah. Want to watch Fantasia 2000 now?
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. After that roller coaster? Uh, I guess we're going to have to do... If we stick with Disney through the, uh, the ages, okay, we're going to have to do Disney, uh, Fantasia 2000 someday, I guess. We're Maybe never going to get there, but, like, I'd like to think we could. No. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, so that's... We'll have to make adjustments if that's the case. Because, yeah, like, you know what? If we might get there if we didn't have to do every live-action shitty movie from the 60s that would be the gauntlet yeah. like we can't like are we really up for doing every fucking like the computer that wore tennis shoes and the the <laughs> shoes of Thomasina or whatever the fuck oh yeah. my god but yeah oh did
2: you see they added uh the sequel to Mr.
3: Boogie <laughs> which I know we had, we, yep. I don't know if we even talked about on the podcast before, how terrible the box art for Mister Boogie is, and it's the it's like Mrs. Are, yeah. Boogie, and somehow they did it worse. Like I, yeah, the people, at Disney must know that people like that, like that, like, like must have known that like the Mister Boogie art was uh, had been so widely mocked that they somehow did, did it even worse for the Mrs. Boogie sequel because it looks like it's airbrushed, but like looks like a crazy person put that that that, that, that image together. Oh my god. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. tell when corporates... It's it's hard to tell when corporates are... When corporations are inept versus just really savvy. In terms of, like, how we can make this a meme if we look, make this look bad enough. And I can only imagine that's what's happening with the Mr. Boogity stuff. Anyway, so... You still there? Anyway, that was Fantasia, yeah. yeah. You're no, quite long looking. enough, I don't know if you're just... You know.
2: No, I was letting you go. No, Whoa, it's Fantasia. It's
3: it's got fine points in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know the terrible things. That may be my favorite thing that we've covered so far in the Disney Plus. I would probably agree. Uh, and maybe that's just because it hit me at the right time, the right night when I watch it or whatever. But yeah, no, it was, it was. I'm I not like absolutely in love with you... it, but I liked it way more than I thought I would. You are also
2: more of an animation nerd than I. Am. Yeah,
3: one well, that I saw. So that you there's... can
2: recognize all the like special shit that they had to do for it, and you think about how that, what technology that, they That's had part at the of it, time, yeah. And I don't really think about that kind of shit. Man, so. I'm trying to think.
3: If there's any kind of trivia too that I read about that we should talk about, but I not that. But
2: um, yeah, nothing,
3: nothing, nothing too crazy. Oh, I
2: read some of the goofs, and they made all the biggest. Oh, they're mistakes. like continuity goofs and shit, like. That dinosaurs, when they're sitting around eating at the waterhole, they're from different eras. No shit.
3: I mean, they also thought they were all vegetarian too. <laughs> but like, oh god. Centaurs there was aren't some real. Other
2: shit, like, there was just a bush that was moving with the centaurs when they were walking that shouldn't have.
3: No. yeah. You know, I'm actually kind of surprised I didn't see more <laughs> animation mistakes. <laughs> the, the, the
2: demon, the what's his name, the demon in the Night on Bald Mountain. Sometimes he has nipples. Sometimes he doesn't.
3: He's Satan! He can decide when he wants to have nipples or not! Yeah. I
2: don't know! Two of the dancing mushrooms in the Nutcracker Suite inexplicably change size and shape! Well,
3: oh no. Uh, it's almost like they're drawn by human beings and aren't like, yeah. Oh god, and, and How pedantic Disney animation nerds can be, Jesus Christ. Ooh, yeah. would do, but yeah, no. I, like I said, I like that, and like so much of it was the presentation. If I tried to watch the same thing on a CRT ten years ago, I probably would've st- been still been bored off my ass. But yeah, seeing it now in HD and on a good TV and <coughs> everything was it was really good. I really liked it too. Um, yeah. 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 Have you seen 2000? Uh, no. I've seen like clips. I like. I know there's flying there's flying elephant not not flying oh wait actually birch is on disney plus uh what the hell was that sorry no that's know. not disney plus this is apple tv just Dis- uh, that what the at okay, ashley birch is in something with uh what's his face from uh with amadeus who is also uh in um grand Budapest hotel i forgot that actor's name uh what the hell did you just ask me that i flew out of my brain
2: if you had seen 2000- oh yeah
3: i know there's flying whales I kn- doesn't yeah. Donald Duck do like a graduation procession?
2: Uh, it's the music, but he's, he's Noah.
3: Oh really? Oh, th- mm-hmm. is that supposed to be like? So you've seen the whole Disney Two Thousand thing, Fantasia Two Thousand?
2: it any good? I don't. It's alright. I don't remember chunks of it. I, I you, I don't. Remember. Oh, that's
3: one of the things I was thinking about last night as so I was drifting off to sleep because I was reading the trivia about how. Originally, Disney was hoping that, because the is modular, that they could, and because they had ideas for other, uh, segments that didn't get produced, including the Claire de Lune thing, which did not get animated but wasn't used, uh, he was hoping that they could continue to keep on releasing the movie with different new segments plugged into it, you know, swapping out old ones, and it would just keep on just being perpetually in release. Uh, and that didn't happen for a whole multitude of reasons. The fact that Fantasia bombed, and also World War II happened, which means, it meant that they didn't have the the resources to do any more Fantasia stuff, and by the time World War II was over, Disney had had the the animator strike, and he was already losing his passion for theatrical animation altogether and all kinds of stuff. So that never happened, but I was thinking about how... Uh, oh, well, and the other thing, too, is I read that I guess in, like, 2006, uh, Disney was thinking about doing a Fantasia 3, and that never happened, but I got to think about how you could totally do, it wouldn't necessarily even have to be a Fantasia 3, but with Disney+, Plus, you could just have, like, a Fantasia collection of new, essentially, Fantasia segments that, like, if you wanted to, you could organize them, you could have even the viewers just organize them into, a, like, a two-hour film, like essentially, like, a playlist, but you could have, mm-hmm. like, People do animations like do like a 10-minute segment of like a piece of music, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be classical music. Presumably, you would still keep to at least instrumental music, but that would be fascinating to see if like they announced like, like yeah, like in 22, uh, 2022, we're gonna have like new Fantasia segments uploaded on Disney Plus that you could watch in any order. Or like yeah, again, like putting them in a playlist. And I was got I was thinking about like yeah, which animators you would like to see tackle what kind of music and stuff. and you can get like uh, experienced animators. Like it would be great to get like David Silverman, the director from The Simpsons, in there and doing something like that. And he plays a lot of tube of music, marching music. So it would be kind of funny to see him to do some kind of like Philip Sousa marching band music. Um, you can get like newer animators, like fucking experimental animators, to do like kind of like what Disney, what, what 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 Fox was doing a little bit, like with the um, The Simpsons couch gags. But instead of just couch, it's just funny because some of those couch bag, couch gags turn into ten minute animated shorts and of themselves but it would be kind of curious to see like do that but with do that with like new Fantasia segments and if you wanted to you could go back and edit them into the original feature I guess if you really wanted to but I don't know it's an idea that could still be a useful fun thing and I would love to see people I'm trying to think what other what what modern music is there that's still instrumental I guess you've got trance music and electronica music
2: um. There's people still make the like it.
3: Yeah, people. Yeah, orce- there's still orchestral music house. being made all the time too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's an idea that could still be done something with. But again, I don't think Fantasia's ever been. It's funny, I was about to say, I don't think Fantasia's ever been that popular, but I was reading about how when Fantasia was, like, first put on on home video in, like, 1990, it sold, like, 18 quadrillion copies. Like, way more than Disney ever anticipated. So who the fuck knows what the demand for Fantasia stuff is? Um, but that, I I'm gonna say, I guess that could have been mostly Disney animation nerds, but, like, uh, I don't think there's that think many good. Disney animation nerds to, like, single-handedly uh, yeah. set, like, you know, VHS sales records. Um, but I don't know, maybe it's just a lot of fans of those mushrooms, dancing mushrooms out yeah. there. I guess you know.
2: I was expecting you to be bored to tears by a lot of this, but I'm surprised.
3: I mean, I'm not gonna and watch I, this I, again. I'm happy.
2: I'm ha- <laughs> ever. I'm happy you enjoyed
3: it but, as much as you yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I think I enjoyed this more than uh, Pinocchio or um, see Sleeping Beauty. Sleep, so. Snow White. I know. I'm probably gonna Snow enjoy White. it more than fucking. What are next features we have to do? Like Dumbo. Well, even before Dumbo, I think there's like, yeah. There's, like, three caballeros, and... Uh, Some of that stuff could be good, but I'm not... I, I Going into World War II, knowing that's kind of the lean years for Disney animation, in terms of quality, supposedly, because, yeah, they, they were sp- spending so much time and money working on uh, propaganda stuff. Um, I'm not quite sure how much the quality of everything else they were working on is, is gonna hold up. I'm yeah, trying to see what's next. So, yeah, ne- next for Disney Plus... Bambi. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shorts... Including uh, some of the first uh, uh, goofy educational shorts, yeah, yeah. Actually, technically, our next feature would be the Reluctant Dragon, which yeah, was so made we, during we done do that. Which I still like the idea of republishing it as a Disney Plus Disney for Decades episode, though. We could we could record like a new intro and like you know just like hey this is only record a couple years ago. But yeah, no, I guess Bambi. Oh god, fucking Bambi. Maybe hopefully yeah. Bambi's better than I remember. No, <laughs> that's not good. I'm already scared. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Bambi and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Wow, okay. Yeah, this is gonna get interesting for us in here a little bit.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's the 1950s where shit death uh, with like fucking Treasure Island and shit.
3: Well, you got Treasure.
2: Oh no. And then we do. Uh, we will have to decide if we want to do like their nature shit.
3: Which I think we might want to do like a like maybe the first one or two just because i know that like disney actually won like a lot of oscars doing that shit like those are like n- renowned to be really good and even if we they also set up a lot of shit in them though do they oh you mean yeah, i see like that
2: like staged yeah <laughs> like forcing lemmings off a, a cliff even though lemmings don't actually do if that if
3: they've got one of the more renowned early uh nature things on there i might be tempted to do it but yeah I'd, i i would not
2: yeah, we we'll I would not soon. die
3: if we uh, skip. Oh man, we already did Derby Gill and the Little People. Was that always a Disney feature? We did that movie, and we, should... we had to have talked about that. Whether or not it's an actual Disney film. Yeah, it's a Disney oh, film. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, that's the last thing in the '50s category right now. Mm. Oh okay, god. So what am I doing next? My next choice. What are, I... what are you doing? I. You know what? God forbid, I might actually get this podcast back on track a little bit by talking about stuff I've never seen before, and I've always mm. meant to watch. Um, Uh I got three ideas, two of which are connected. I wanna- Mm -hmm. I've got some weird blind spots in the history of John Hughes movies, and so I wanna- I wanna do, um, Sixteen Candles and or- Oh god, what's the other one? Not Sixteen Candles. Fucking not She's Having a Baby. Uh, not Curly Sue. Oh my god, I have it written down somewhere. Sixteen Candles and- It's the other Molly Ringwald one! Oh, Pretty in Pink. Oh, uh, Baby's Day Out? <laughs> the baby's Day Out, yeah. Um, I wanna get, I want I'm tempted to also maybe throw, um, some kind of wonderful in there. Cause I've only seen bits, but I like the bits I saw. But the actual third other mm-hmm. feature, this may be an excuse just to check out, I guess um, HBO, their new streaming service goes live next week. Uh, this is something mm-hmm. I already have copies of, so you wouldn't have to sign up for it, but this might be an excuse just for me to check out that uh, service, because um, I guess as counter-programming to Disney+, Plus, uh, HBO has cornered all the Studio Ghibli stuff. And there's uh... one Studio Ghibli film called Whisper of the Heart that I've never seen. And I've always heard people say really good things about it. so I was thinking maybe I'll to my... My next three picks might be those two. John Hughes, and then maybe the... Uh... Yeah, Most but heart.
2: I mean, that's that's fine. Um, <laughs> He's
3: sad. Don't stop. Stop. No, so no, excited. no, no.
2: I was gonna say, is there any Studio Ghibli thing that people say bad things about? Because I hated, um, <clears throat> uh, oh, what's the fucking one? Uh, How's Moving Castle, and everybody's like, oh, it's so good. So, wait, I'm sorry, my headphones fell off. What are you asking? I asked if there's any Studio Ghibli stuff. People are like, it's bad because I hated Howl's Moving Castle and everybody jerked off. Oh, you off mean over like
3: it. communally? Like everyone's like, oh fuck that movie. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to think of because like so many people suck Studio Ghibli's dick. That like, there's yeah. movies that people don't talk about a lot because because at the
2: end of Howl's Moving Castle when he says like your hair, it's like starlight or whatever the heck he said we all started laughing our There's asses a- off in of the theater also a
3: difference between what uh, animation and ghibli nerds in general think and what people i know i don't know anyone who likes howl's moving castle because okay. like i want to go see howl's moving castles with a bunch of friends when it, when it was first in theaters here in the states we all came out mm. of that gun. "Oof, that was just a whole okay. bunch i'm huh? glad it wasn't just my group well it seems like most of the people who are in a howl's moving castle are into it because i think howl's hot and i mm. this is what i get for being friends with a lot of lesbians they're like mm. <laughs> nah, maybe from maybe like like a, a david bowie kind of way but like yeah no nah, it's it's and also the story's kind of rambling that the house Howl, Ca- castle itself is cool but yeah i'm trying to think of anything else yeah. in terms of people i know if anything it's mostly people jerking off into the big things like nausicaa actually not nausicaa uh, totoro and mononoke are just held up just because those are two of the more accessible ones I think there's better, or at least movies that are good like that, but not quite as well-regarded like Porco Rosso and stuff, but... Yeah, there's nothing, yeah, there's no real consensus among the community about, like... I, I think the G- Studio Ghibli fandom is positive enough that no one really shit-talks the movies they don't care about that much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing I can point to and say that that, that one is hated, right?
2: Because um, I've seen Howl's Moving Castle, Totoro, but it's been so long since I've seen Totoro. Oh, really? I, yeah. I need sure to see. I
3: watch Totoro every May, and we're getting close to May. I need to watch that again.
2: And um, uh, Princess Mononoke, back when that first came out. I saw that. For rental or I whatever. I was bored
3: to shit by the. Especially at the end of that movie. Like, maybe
2: I'd like the sub better. Yeah. I can't remember if I. am That know.
3: movie threw me off because you, th- you think the movie's about to end, then suddenly there's another 20 minutes in the movie that you didn't expect. And I was like, oh my mm. god, I, remember, I was watching that in the theater, just going, oh my god, this is gonna fuck, And I get the, I get the, I get the point you're making here. <laughs> the... Holy shit. All that
2: to say is, uh, if if my vote has any sway, I'd say Ghibli, just cause I don't like Hughes. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I, this, he's never clicked with me. Yeah.
3: See, that's the thing, cause I was thinking, cause we've been so going so off book with this podcast recently, with like, uh, with with you talking about Disney Plus and me choosing things that I have seen before, that like but I started looking at my list of things I really I've, want to tackle before, and if whenever this podcast I, ends, and I've seen
2: Pretty in Pink and I've seen 16 yeah. Candles, so I was thinking no the go Mad, go Mad 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 those. World, I, I'm not opposed to them. Yeah.
3: Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Not
2: opposed to you watching them. I'm just saying my vote would go for. But me, it's either.
3: getting to the point. Yeah. It's 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 going to be that kind of stuff, or I just talk about like you know like you know Star Wars again or something. Like that, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, Whatever you want to, to do, do, that. Okay. Cause I, I just can't work yeah. up the enthusiasm to the enthusiasm to do another chaplain or, uh, or uh, no, coconuts, not coconuts. Marx Brothers. Even though like the last, the last Marx Brothers was actually pretty good. Um, I didn't feel out there, but like just not, I just them. haven't been in the mood.
2: <laughs> You've liked I all the ones we've watched so far. Billion things. But days. it's just a like, matter oh, yeah, of yeah, working like. up
3: the courage. Because, like I said, the world's in such a crumbly place right now. Like, no, it's. Fine. I want to. I want to go to something at least I have an, an interest interested. But yeah, we'll figure out what's. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you guys are listening, I uh, have a preference or any of that stuff. Let us know, because you're gonna be listening to this just a day or two after we record it. So, uh, as we're recording this right now, it's like a Memorial Day weekend, 2020.
2: Yeah, I didn't think we'd go for two hours, but hell, I thought it was gonna be shorter too. Because
3: like, what are you gonna say? A bunch of fucking fruits dancing around, and there's a chicken. <laughs> it. And the guy comes out and says, "Hey, this is uh, the they shoot the stars with the moon?" Yeah. The end. All right. right.
2: He's Mudrin on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Podcast. Mm-hmm. The podcast. All the places. Whatever. Uh, go to, to patreon.com/mudrin <gasps> <slide gasps> and. To get money. you a Patreon. Me? Huh?
3: What? are yeah, you. Me. You draw. I draw. Yeah. I don't. You draw, draw and anymore. you can use money. If I can get a Patreon, anyone get a Patreon? Which I need to update that shit. I gotta work on that Z- Zelda Japanese print series stuff. Oof, would do work. Hard to do work, when, especially when the Siren Song of Animal Crossing is over there. We should always have yeah. our, like, friends. Like, you don't play socially that much in Animal Crossing. I was going to say, it's, rather than, like, Patreon links or anything like that, I should have, like, my Animal Animal Crossing or my uh, Switch friend code number on hand or something like that to invite people to come play with me. But,
0: now, there's much yeah. to do in that
3: game when you're playing online with people. They need to fix that. Every yeah. time I meet other people, all we just do is sit there and just kind of, like, emote at each other and... Mm-hmm. Laboriously type into that ch- chat interface because no one uses yeah. the shitty like iPhone app chat thing, like they're the voice voice chat thing. But you know. yeah, anyway, monkey pants.
2: Anyway, next week it'll be something. It'll be something. Know, yeah.
3: yeah, I've got already got yeah. that stuff downloaded, so we just a matter of figuring out what's what. So yeah. oh, okay. So. Yeah, I got nothing else. But we got else? I was just gonna end up br- as a, abruptly as, as Fantasia does with we'll just fade to black from out of nowhere, like mm-hmm.
2: yeah, just Ave Maria in yeah.
3: the background. <laughs> Shotgun cut the black. Yeah. The kazoo version of Ave Maria. Uh, you know what I was looking to see if I could find like a bad flute version of It's the... like I don't I I don't know if I wanna lay just like Fantasia musical over this episode, cause like this episode could already be boring enough without, like, boring classical music over it. So I was like, can I just find, like, or, like, at least, like, cool hip-hop remixes of Fantasia music? MIDI versions yeah, of it? Yeah, or something like your NES versions. Yeah, like chip tune chiptune versions. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe I'll just put a bad flute music just behind this yeah. whole thing just to make it, like, a... actually, can mm, I find some good wonderful. calliope music? Yeah, there you go. Oh god. Anyway. Okay, we should go. We'll grab anyway, this one. Okay. Yep, until
2: next time you feel it holds piles or whatever the hell else has got left size so long. Nice. Take care, guys.
1: Croca.